All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 170, big 170. I am one of your hosts, my name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Oh man, look at me, Fred. I'm full of energy and vigor. Yay! Ah, uh, look at the wide-eyed over here, bushy-tailed. Yeah. You and me, we Jeez. always, we never make huh? irresponsible decisions. We're always no. like pumped and ready to go because, of right. course, you know, Monday morning is the best time, right? Like everyone at my work, they seem fucking stoked to be there on Monday morning and I am not. I'm always the person who's like, what's good about it? <laughs> I don't work Monday, so I don't have that problem. Yeah, I'll tell you, but this. you do kind of have that the, problem because I bet Monday morning is something somewhat of a chaotic area in your house for the first couple of hours of the day. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Yeah, the boy sleeps. Uh-huh. I go and wake him up. He goes to camp. You know, oh, so you guys starts. are still on summer break. Yeah, See, we, school yeah, there's is no school here. Fred. Yeah, we're almost a month into school here, so no, it's none of that. Well, no, actually, we're not a month. I'm exaggerating. <sighs> we are two weeks into school. But I am, uh, so you know, to the untrained ear right now. If you thought that I was just out of it and wanted to throw up on myself, you'd be wrong. Yeah, no, that's definitely not happening. There's nothing could be further from the truth. <laughs> but yeah, I am. Rare in the go. So when do you guys go back to school? Is it after Labor Day? Because like, yeah, when people are hearing this, this will be Friday, September 1st when this comes out. My daughter will be wrapping up her third week of school. In a week. Gotcha. Next week. week. My son has a week of camp, I think. Huh. Right Right up to the door. Right up to the door of school they go at camp. There you go. So he's he goes one more week of camp and then he starts school. And then the... You know, summer's officially over. Know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's it. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get my ducks in a row over here. Yeah, we got our school calendar, and it had something on it I was not used to seeing, although these may be common. Um, They told us how many contracted days the teachers will work. They remind you on the calendar. Now the teachers work, I think it's 173 days. And they will they will not work anymore. <clears throat> so I have no idea. Yeah. My wife handles all that. I don't see any schedules or nothing. I'm supposed to. <laughs> I'm part of all these apps and things that are supposed to alert me mm-hmm. to things going on with school things. And I just I just don't uh, I don't well, look at them. Well, over here in Johnson County, Kansas, we're on the cusp of the newest technologies. They mail Mm -hmm. us a paper calendar to our house. Oh, no. I got, I'm part of all types of apps and weird portals and all this weird shit. There's a website, but I don't think we have an app. Screwed up. It's Mm -hmm. been screwed up forever because it's like somehow I become the primary person on it. Uh I don't know how that happened. So I get all the emails and shit. And then when my wife tries going in, it like locks her out. And somehow she's not the primary. But when I go in, I can't change anything. Like, I can't change. Right. I'm like, can we erase all of this? That's what I said to her, like, two weeks ago. I go, can we just start over? Because apparently something's fucked up with the phone numbers and nothing's right. 
let's just erase it. And then you can't do it because then you have to like call the school and they have to do it. I don't know. It's big. It's, it's dumb. It's dumb. That's why I don't look at it. You know so, what I mean? Yes, I do actually. So, so the school your- is right there. I see the school. The kids go to that school. Right. That's all I need to know. What time do I need to bring them? So I do Where's need to the ask bus you this, though. Um, do you guys have what are called professional learning um, days or PLC days? Uh, they don't sound familiar. Okay. So we have this. They've. I, I swear, and I, I. my apologies out there to all the teachers, but like I swear in Kansas, the teachers, it feels like they're doing everything in their power to not work. Um, so they've created this thing called a professional learning time period. And it's like every Wednesday, I think it's like, it it feels like almost every week of the school year. And it's at least three out of four of the weeks um, of every month. And what that is, is the school earlier in grade school, they get out early. So like every Wednesday, you just had to know that even though your kids normally get out at 315, they're getting out at two o'clock on Wednesdays. And the teachers uh, swear uh, they're using that extra hour and a half to um, do professional learning. So they like learn to do their jobs better or something. And apparently that's something you kick the kids out of the school for. Um, mm-hmm. So now they've changed it and you start late. So now, and this can be a little challenging for individuals like your wife and myself who work from home where and of course, we're the ones who are elected for it because everybody else is at the office. You would be at the post office. My wife would be at the hospital. So they can't do it. So instead of starting at 8 o'clock when they normally start school, they want you to drop the kid off at 9.45 a.m. 9.45 is a very difficult time in the professional world, especially on a Wednesday. That tends to be a time where meetings are happening. <laughs> And my current employer, who is not in Kansas, thinks, well, they don't think this, but they they jokingly acted like they thought I was making it up at first, right? Like, they're like, wait, wait. So every Wednesday, your kid just gets to start late? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, and you have to, you can't drop the kid off early? I was like, no. No, school starts at 945. You're allowed to drop them off as early as 930 but no earlier. <laughs> hmm. So it's interesting. So we're, we're dealing yeah. with that too. Um, but mm. yeah, I don't deal weird. with any of that. Yeah. I, and I, I don't, yeah, You'd I don't know. Almost think that Kansas schools don't hold education quite in the same regard as perhaps other States. This is evidenced. When I get into intellectual conversations with my wife and her friends, they all did the Kansas public school. They don't know shit. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 Lewis, I can't say nothing. I went to vocational school. Right? I, uh, At least you learned a skill that's useful. That is true. But I also probably read at a fourth grade level. So, you know what I mean? Trees, do you ever find yourself in a serious situation where you're unable to read something you need to read? That is, I'm just making a joke. No, just making a joke, Fred. These are all. I'm all charged up. Okay, I'm gonna relax. We're just just riffing here, Fred. Yeah, you know, 
It's uh, you really wanted to talk about school and Mondays because you know I was what? I'm going I was to... making jokes about me feeling sick. Yeah, I'm gonna walk going, away. And you just kept going, yeah, but Mondays, am I right? And I'm like, I guess. Yeah, you I can tell I've right. got a little anxiety about Monday, so we're gonna you put just... that all behind us. There's no school, there's no work, there's no Mondays. Was... Trees is barely able to function right now. He's trying to hide the fact. Mm. No. Um but trees, I'm I am committing. I'm. I am committing a bit of a sin. Okay. Went to the liquor store tonight to mm-hmm. get drinks for the show. Yeah. I like and it. they I like had the side of this in the in the pick a six where you can buy just individuals. Mm-hmm. They had all the pumpkin beers. All oh, the pump the pump the pumpkin beers are out. That's right. We talked yeah. about this last week. The pumpkin beers are out. And they had all the fancy ones, the ones that are like, you know, like 18 bucks for a six pack. Right. And they're selling them for $1.99 a piece. And I was like, this math does not work. Okay. Okay. (laughs) As tempted as I was to make a six for 10 bucks, 10.99. So it's $1.99 a piece or 10.99, right? You save a buck if you buy six. I didn't do that. I bought two Lucy's, but I did get it. So I'm drinking pumpkin beers tonight. I fall cannot come fast enough as we just shook <laughs> off our uh, week of over a hundred degree temperatures. So I'm starting right now with Elysium's great pumpkin ale. The great pumpkin ale. Yep. Charlie Brown. Yes. Is this supposed to be a riff on Charlie Brown? Is it, it is supposed to be a riff on Charlie Brown. It is their Imperial pumpkin ale. Okay. So Anyway, I'm gonna have that. I'm gonna relax. Yeah, relax. Have a good a show. You're all keyed up right from the know, right from the no, jump. Way too on edge. Well, well, Mondays in school. Been trying to at work. They've been trying to. I told them I was stressed out, and uh-huh. uh, in their immortal wisdom, they enrolled me in an e class, like an e learning class. It was explaining <laughs> to me that stress is not something your workplace does to you. It is, in fact, mm-hmm. something you do to yourself in response to regular duties your work does. Well, yeah. So, I'm learning to chill. Do you chill, man? Take it easy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I could teach that class. I'll teach that class for Very you. High well, you teach it to yourself. Oh. It's like a PDF you read. <laughs> and each day you do exercises. Today was the meditation one and the deep How's breaths. So, right. Anyway, enough about deep breaths and meditation. I don't want to put you to sleep, okay. um, even though you are super energized. I'm very energy. Yeah. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's, yeah. let's kick off that energy with uh, your week. What you've been up to this week, my friend? Um, not, uh, not much for it. I can relate. <laughs> Not much. Yeah. Yeah. What did I do this week? What exciting things did I do this week? I'd love to know. Uh, not much. Although, yo, my um, yo, we went to a birthday party, right, for my son's okay. godmother there. And uh, she's a, a, a woman <laughs> I went to high school with, right? Mm-hmm. She's one of the only people. Her and her best friend were in my shop, right? And so those two are the only two real high school people I still 
am close with or interact with at all, you know? Yeah, and, and I think you've talked about. Yes, yeah. and one of them is it was her, they threw her a 50th birthday party, right? There you go. Yeah. And then the thing with that is it reminds you <laughs> that you are the same age, uh-huh. right? Because you went, you went to high school together. Yeah. And then I realized that next week, Fred, uh, will be my 50th. I know. I know. Congrats, my friend. I know on this I know on this show, people probably don't think of me as being that old. No, nah, you're I don't young think, at heart, my friend. I don't, I don't think they do. But I, in fact, am middle age. I'm right in the middle. I agree. If I live to 100, yep. you live to 100, Fred. Which you will. I am, in fact, yeah. middle-aged. Don't feel a day over 20. There you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My brain, I, I mean, my brain. I don't personally know what you're saying, but I get what you're saying. My brain's the same. My brain is the same. You know, it's very mm-hmm. tough. When I tell stories to my wife about people in the world, yeah, I'll say, yeah, this older lady, this old lady. Are you talking about right? someone like younger than you? Most likely. <laughs> Most that. likely. Because I still see myself. Like if I see someone that looks old, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, that's an old person. Because yes. I don't, you know me. I mean, you see me on a regular basis. Uh-huh. I don't look old. So, no. you know, when I see a person with gray hair and they just look old and I'm, I'm like, oh, look at this old person. And they're like, I'm 38. And you're like, Jesus Christ. And you're like, Fred, the, you need to do something. Yeah, like, what's in the what's in the water in your town? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Put some cucumbers on the ice. God damn it. Put some <laughs> fluoride in that fucking river. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. All too well. So, yeah, so it's funny. And my brain still thinks like I did when I was like a, a single guy in my 20s. You know, the way I operate. So... It's very strange. It's very strange being this, you know, because like, it's like, I think it's incredible. Yeah. Well, you start thinking about like, um, like when you were a kid, you start thinking about people that were 50 when you were like a teenager and those people were dead. You were like, those people are, (laughs) you know what I mean? I do kind of. And now it's all like, and now I'm there and I'm just like, is this what they felt like? And yet, yeah, I don't know. It's very odd. Very odd, but I'm not I'm not broken up about it. You know, some people go through all these, you know, they hit 30 and they they lose their minds. Or 40s, I know 40s is a big one. And uh, you know, women especially seem that 40 seems to be a tough one. Yeah, uh, like over the hill. I remember my gay friends um they viewed 30 as the end all be all of human existence because Gonzo. Yeah, I don't know why either, because gay men tend to most of my, like, dad's gay friends, well, actually, my dad doesn't have any gay friends, but people my dad's age, like, they're outliving, like, <laughs> their peers. So, I don't know. Maybe it was because of the whole, actually, I could see this, because <clears throat> of the whole HIV thing, but, like, that's less of an issue nowadays. Like, that's manageable, so. <laughs> Jesus. What? I just, <laughs> What? I no, I don't know. I sometimes you the way you deviate off of stuff, it yeah. it make it's it makes me laugh. 
I guess I'm just very pragmatic. I don't know. You, you, swerve, you, you, you swerve right when I'm going left all the time. <laughs> and I just never see it coming. I'm like, what are, you, what are we talking about now? Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I just remember when my... <clears throat> I, I, you know, like when, when my gay friends turned 30, it was like the end of the world. They were losing yeah. their minds. And yeah. uh, I didn't want to ask them why they were making such a big deal out of it. Because, mm-hmm. and this is probably accurate, it was none of my fucking business. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the other, like, mortality thing for me is, yo, m- my dad, he passed away when he was... 62 right mm, okay i think i was 27 ish 26 27 ish and um <clears throat> you know i and he in the end looked old because he went through a series of like a heart attack and, and so he aged very quickly mm-hmm. in a short time you know what i mean when they go from like that and then they they're, they're a little frail and the older and the hair gets grayer and you're like and i think of you know you think of when you hung out with your friends in your 20s and stuff mm-hmm. you know and you reminisce with your buddies and you're like dude that was 20 years ago you know what i mean and you feel like it was oh, yesterday yeah. but then i think of my dad and i'm like geez that's that's 12 years out and you're like geez you know you, know, you start thinking of all that stuff man it's very strange you know i can understand that do not time bomb yourself <laughs> Well, you know me. I don't worry about that stuff. It's, it's well, I would. But you, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I, know you would. I know you would. Yeah, I'm probably stressing you out just talking about well, it. Well, no, that's that's it. actually one of those things. Like I'm becoming more. My dad was the same way. He was really high strung, and then he like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He <laughs> he like started smoking pot on the reg in his fifties. Oh, that probably helped him. And started chilling out a lot. Now yeah. my dad is like. You could literally light his fucking like his house. He could come home to his house being on fire, and he wouldn't even and he'd be like, hey, sweat man. it. He'd be just like, "Yeah, all right, I'm gonna go get a pizza." Like, yeah. So, you know, there there is that part of it, um, but there's also just like, it's one of those things. Like, I wouldn't want to know the day I die. I'd rather <laughs> know anything else. Um, but uh, but at the same time. Like, I do try to live every day like, you know, it could end tomorrow. So when you keep that in mind, right? Like, I don't mm. have, like, a big bucket list or anything yeah. like that. Um, no. Japan's one of my few. And maybe seeing you. That would probably be yeah. something I... Yeah, now that we've... <laughs> I mean, shit. When did you and I start talking to each other? Was it, like, 2009? Like, it's been... It was a long while. time ago. Um... So it was a long time ago, yeah. So like, yeah. So there's a there's a couple of handfuls of things, but but by and large, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not too too worried about it, right? And um, I also will admit that like my paternal grandfather is still alive uh, on my dad's side, and on my mom's side, he lived to 91. So. You know, and my my dad's dad is ninety one, ninety two right now. So, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean I'll live that long, but you know, I do have that kind of genetic makeup that 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 assists me. But just in the same way that I wouldn't 
assume I'm going to live to 91 or beyond just because my grandparents did, I wouldn't assume Mm. you have any concerns, nor should you, about 62. Because we make a lot of decisions in a life, and they are not our kids' decisions. In fact, I don't know, I'm going to go on a limb here, Trees. I often will make the opposite decision my father would make. Yeah. So... You know, with that in mind, who knows? Yeah, like I said, it's, uh, yeah, it's just funny. I like to celebrate that, the, you know, the, the milestones. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it's just funny. I think it's funny because we, we used to talk about this in the old days where it says, I am the first, really one of the first generation of gamers getting old. True. So I started gaming, you know, unless you were playing, uh, you know, unless you were working for Atari in the 70s, right? Right. I'm a kid who hadn't, like, started playing, like, Atari 2600, like, in the in the late 70s, right? And I've been playing games ever since. So I am truly one of the, like I said, unless you were on some old, like, weird computer tape deck, Pong only type shit, like, I am one of the first generation of gamers, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it is weird it's hitting this age, but still being very much in the games like I was when I was a teenager or in my 20s, you know? It's a funny thing. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a weird well, thing, you know? And, and so, Trees, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but I don't know if you've compared yourself in various ways, such as um, life choices or physical prowess, or various other things, but you're doing pretty good compared to your peers. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. I said to um, I said to my friend Vicky, who was having the party, you know, I said, hey, like, is there any people from high school here? Like, because they still keep in contact more than I do. Mm-hmm. They still go to the little Facebook reunion things once in a while, and people... I don't go to any of that stuff. I hate, I hated all that shit. So I'm like, Hey, is anybody coming? And she's like, I don't think so. I go, good. I go, cause you'd have to point them out and tell me who they are because I would not recognize anybody from high school. Not, not, I'm not one of those people like, Oh, look, look, you aged. I'm like, I don't recognize you. Like, were you one of our teachers? Like what the fuck's going on with these people? So they brought me to one like 10 years ago and literally I, I might as well have been in a room full of strangers. I'm just like, I don't remember one fucking person. Like, you know, the names you hear a name and you're like, yeah, but I don't know who this bald guy is. Like this guy, whoever that was back in the day, it's not this guy now. So yeah, it's very strange. I don't like running into people because I, I don't know. For the most part, I kind of look the same except I have a beard. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but for the most part, I got my hair. I look the same for the most, you know, but I, I do not like people that are totally transformed into something else. <laughs> You're like, what is this? Yeah, I had uh, a, uh, I had an interesting um, situation like that actually uh, at um, my reunion, the one where like no one showed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, um, I was, a, I was different than I was when I graduated high school 
And, um, and I remembered a lot of people's names and stuff. And oh, I think man. that was off-putting for some individuals. Understandably. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah because... <laughs> All right, man. Anybody... Like, it wasn't, like, overtly, um, like, what's up, motherfucker? Remember me? <laughs> or anything like that. But... Uh, yeah, I watch I watch movies. You know, you watch, a mo- like, an 80s movie or something, mm-hmm. and the movie's based on, like, a reunion, or there's a part of the movie where they go to a high school reunion, and it's... And in the movies, right, mm-hmm. the reunion's packed, right? Yeah. It's packed to the rafters. Everybody's got their name badge on. Like Romy and Michelle's or like... And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I have never seen a reunion like that. I, I'm sure they do exist. I'm sure there's some places where um, high school is everything and mm-hmm. all that. But my like, wife's actually... Uh, my wife's is like high that. school reunion was like that. We just went to her oh, 20th. Man. And yeah, these people, it was crazy how quick they got back into high school. Yeah. Like yeah, the most see, popular people like hung out with each other. Oh yeah. And what was the crazier clicks. was they were in charge of the gifts and like the raffles and only they, I think I talked about this on the show, but like only they won the raffle. So like the popular kids were in charge of the raffle and then the popular kids won the raffles. Mm-hmm. They gave away like a 50 inch LED TV. They gave away like a, um, week vacation in the in the ozarks and stuff and yeah the like their uh, posse won i (laughs) the posse yeah um i know my last reunion which was jesus 30th or some it's great i I graduated 91 okay we just had a 30th right yeah and uh yeah 21 yeah 2021 so i know vicky was telling me so they combined like classes for the reunion. Uh-huh. So okay. it was a few different few different years. Mm-hmm. And even then she said the place is like empty. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Even with the consolidation vo- of the graduating classes. But here's the thing. See, I chalk it up to going to, to a vocational school because no one at the vacation at this vocational school was from that town. Like we all were bussed in mm-hmm. from different towns. So it wasn't like Brockton high, like in the town I grew up in Brockton. Everybody's mm-hmm. from Brockton. Like this vocational school was in the, like. In it was the middle, a mix. Out, yeah. Yeah. It was out there and everybody was from everywhere. So no one really had high school teen town spirit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes sense. So I, th- I chalk it up to that. That's why, uh, there's a lot, not a lot going on with my class. No one cares. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, the big my party's coming up next week. So by the time we talk Love again, it. whatever that is, that will be done. Um, otherwise, an effort. I can be honest. Pretty slow week. Um, you know, uh, the whatnot show that that happened. Yeah. Yes. Um, it did. I had a. Uh, Okay, let me let me. I felt I shouldn't say I felt bad, right? I reflected on an incident after. I would not say I felt bad at all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as you know, I like to have a few drinks during the show. I do. Right? Yep. Make me a little can make me a little loose, a little flippant, right? Sure. 
Um, uh, for the record, I don't know where this is going. You and I have and talked no, about this, but yeah. Nope. And so also, um, I go at my own pace. Mm-hmm. That you probably also know, right? So I do know that, yes. The people that are on my show know that you know, we're having drinks, we're playing music, we're joking around. We're having a good time. Uh, and sometimes I can I lose sight. I lose sight of what I'm there for. And uh, I could be a little slow maybe. Maybe a little slow throwing pops up there. Uh-huh. You know? Okay. Um, so doing all right, though. People coming in, coming out, coming in, buying stuff. It was, it was nice. Scoop was there. Um, nice. Uh, Agent yeah. Graham was there. Um, it was warm. Did warm pop in there? I think Warren might have popped in I mean, there. I wasn't there. Um, you weren't there, no. I was renting um, a flute, but yeah. Yep. And then there's um, other people that are there that pop in there. And then somewhere in the middle of my show, right? Someone popped in and they wrote, they wrote, uh, I, I don't know the exact wording. Okay. But it was basically, uh, I'm going too slow, right? Gotcha. And they that was and the they gist wrote, of their their the gist of it was like, hey, um, are you gonna run some pops yet? Let's hurry up, MF. Mm-hmm. Now, see, mm-hmm. now, now, see now. If someone came in, Fred, and was like, hey man, is this like um, the normal pace, or do you go faster, or whatever? Like if it was like inquiring minds want to know, I'd be like, oh yeah, man, sorry. Sometimes right. I'm, yes. I lose track, but I seen the I seen the hurry up in the MF, and see this right. is it's um, like a it's it's a demand. It's not an inquiry. It is, see this is the the this is the part of this is internet culture that I I can't stand. It goes right up my butt. That's sort of like I'm here now, so do what I I want. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here, right? Yes. So uh, so I responded. I forget my exact words. Of course, uh, I was a little, little tipsy. Sure. But I was like, you know, but it was your show, so. That was basically, that's what I said. I yeah. said, "This is my my stream, buddy." I said, "I will, I will run these pops as slow or as fast as I, I deem fit." Right. And I said, "I said, uh, you'll see a pop when I'm ready to show you a pop." Is I believe what I said to him. You didn't wrap. You didn't put a bow on it and just be like, "Bitch." No, no, I didn't swear. I was like, "Shit, man!" I was like, "My story. I don't know who you think you're coming in here." You know. Who the and fuck this, do you think and then, you are? In true internet person fashion. Uh huh. They were they were appalled. They were they clutched their pearls. Uh huh. They were like. Oh, this is how you talk to people. That's what they wrote. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone who comes in your room and says, hurry up MF. Right. And then you tell them in no one. I would say right back at you. Off, this right? is how you talk to people. And then he was like, Oh, if you shell it you out, you people. better be expecting to get and some they, version of it back. And then, they, and then I believe he said, uh, he said, you'll never get viewers like this. And I said, what are you talking about? I said, you're in here, aren't you? <laughs> you fuck out you. Right. The fuck yeah. out of here. And uh, that was the end of that. But, you know, uh, my wife, you know, I told my wife and she was sort of like, uh, like almost like how could you have handled it? 
differently, mm-hmm. sort of, sort of like thinking about it. I was like, nah, nah. I handled it. I handled it the proper way. He sent them on his way. Hey, you could have stayed if you wanted to stay, but right? How would you, you see? I understand some people. Um, some people can't take internet pressure like that. Yeah, that would be you know like neg- <laughs> negative comments and stuff like that. Get. But I'm from a time before the internet. So to me, the internet's fake. And I'm just like, what? Well, so so a couple of quick notes on that. Yes, I acknowledge that the internet's fake. And I know it. Because it's funny, right? It's like my generation is the easiest to exploit on the internet because we, we kind of skated that line. Your generation mm. didn't care. Like, just no. doesn't care. And then I had new- no internet till I was in my 20s. Right. And the generation that came after, I would largely say millennials. I am aware I am a millennial, but I I really act like a Gen Xer. Everyone who talks mm. to me says I act like a Gen Xer. Um, I was just born two years too late. But yeah. um but yeah, like I have a tendency to succumb to pressure when people put it on on the internet. Oh. And it's funny because people who are even a few years older than me or younger than me can immediately detect it and like mm. dash at it. Right. Right. They're like, this person's so fucking full of shit. Like they can see it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I am I, I will fully admit and anyone who's listening to this probably knows that I, I see you. You know who I'm talking about. You're in our Discord. Oh. I see you nodding your head because you know that you can do that. And I've had people say that to me. They're like, well, I don't want to say something because you have a tendency to react to and try to <laughs> appease, shall we say, individuals on the web. I think I'm getting oh. better at it. Um, yeah. And I have grown to a point where, like, especially like in the last couple of weeks, like I despise social media and not for what it is. I don't want social media to be something different than what it is. I want it to continue on as whatever it is, mm-hmm. but I just don't think I want to be a part of it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it made me like, I, I kind of laughed when I saw it because at first I thought it was sort of like, so I thought it was someone before I seen the name. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like one of the people that are hanging out with me saying it. Kind of mm-hmm. keeping me back on track. But then when I saw it was on, I didn't know. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, hey, motherfucker. Like this, I hate to break it to you. This isn't my livelihood. Like my mortgage doesn't depend on this. Right. I'm in the yeah. corner of my, I'm in the corner of my wife's office at my kid's craft desk. Don't give a fuck. Get, get out of here. <laughs> Hurry up my ass. All right, when I'm ready. You know what you I know? think uh, throws people off about me, which is an interesting sp- dichotomy? Hmm? I will see you have no problem doing that because think about the circumstances. It's your room Mm. on your live stream. You're the Mm. one selling pops. This person has no, like they can, they they obviously are able to come around and start barking orders. Doesn't go very well, but they feel entitled to one, be able to do it. And two, hope that you will succumb to their wants but that's all with the veil of the internet involved, right? Like this happened on the internet. <laughs> Where I throw people off is I will act like we're on the internet in person. 
And that's the weird difference. And this is why my wife is so fascinated by me on the internet when people can see I can give in to pressure. I don't take that shit in the real world at all and see people largely in society, it's been my experience, do not want to be in conflict and they sure as fuck don't want to be in a fight. And I'm not necessarily talking about a physical fight. And so people are off put when you call them out in public, right? And it's that weird thing where they usually say or do things they normally wouldn't do, but we've been cooped up with COVID and blah, 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 whatever excuse they want. And the internet, right? Like people have trouble separating the fact that they're not online anymore. So they'll come in like like the dude at the McDonald's that I've in some of the stories I've told. But see, I throw people off because suddenly you just thought you were going to be some douche twat fuckwit walking around just acting the way you do in society. And then I call you out on it and I'm not going to let it go. Like I don't just call you out. I obstruct your path and I get in your face and I tell you in person where I'm physically present that you are going to deal with me or we're going to have some problems. And people are very like my, my own wife is nervous about it when I do it. Like people in society are not ready for that kind of assertive, borderline aggressive confrontation in the real world. And that is, you are liable to get that from me at any moment of any day. I am ready to fucking throw down in the real world. And I but don't think people throw, are ready for that. But, but the internet throws you a little. Yeah, and my wife, this is something that's very weird in my life. Um, it, it's, it's also true of like people I know really well versus perfect strangers. Perfect strangers can, my wife has seen perfect strangers at like, like at McDonald's, you know, going back to the old thing or like at the grocery store, treat me like dog shit and I'll like take it. And she's like, I don't understand. You just took that from that perfect stranger. But if your fucking sister did that to you, you'd be ready to fucking crucify her. And so I don't know what that is. I don't know whether it's like how I was raised. I don't want to jump to that conclusion because I can't think of any examples like that or what it is. But like, yes, I will, I will totally submit to strangers in public or randos on the internet way more and way easier than people I know well or than, yeah, like, it's just weird. I don't know. It is weird. I it was funny, though. That. It was, my favorite part was the, the clutch, clutch my pearls moment, though. Yeah, right? When, when I get shot all back and yeah, when I shot back in there with us, this is how you talk to people. You'll never get viewers like that. I was like, I'm doing just fine. There's people in here, <laughs> yeah. including you, I said. So there Man you go. offend and someone I, on the internet. Film at 11. <laughs> yeah. It and does not like, take an active imagination yeah. to offend people. But, and it's because these days I feel like getting offended is like a cry for attention, I, right? I guess. Yeah, I guess. Then he left, and I was like, you know, he's kind of right, though. I'm going slow. Let's pick up this pace, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> then then he, one up if he had just, if he had just <laughs> if been he more just patient, hung around, he would have gotten what he If he, he just took his lumps like a man, <laughs> he would have saw 
got me back on track. You don't know though. Um, he may be some Funko Pop addict. Trees. I think he fix, and you were just taking too fucking you know, long. What's weird is I've noticed after every show, mm-hmm. I get more followers. Right, whether it's yeah. like two or three. Like I'm up to like seventy something followers, right? There you go. But what's weird is sometimes there's no one new in my room, so some people that are popping in there and staying for a little bit, or I don't know they're in there or whatever. But someone's following me. Someone's keeps you know there's new people following yeah. me. So I don't know, but you know, Scoop had a good moment. He he went to the uh, dollar store with my live stream going because he had mm-hmm. to pick up some supplies and he. You know, he chatted live. He picked up some coconut macaroons. Ooh. And uh, that's why he tweeted those out. You see, he tweeted yeah, some cocoa that, macaroons, yeah. and you're probably like, what's this about? I didn't know that was on the dollar them. store, though. He bought them at the Dollar General on that's the stream. Fantastic. So I said, this week, I said, I'm going to buy some. And um, I didn't have a Dollar General near me. I had one. I wasn't willing to drive to it, though. So <laughs> I went to a Dollar Tree. Okay. And, uh, they did not have coconut macaroons, but I got these. Um, you know those um, Hostess snowballs? Yes. So they're like mini snowballs on like a, a cookie. Ooh. And there's some okay. weird brand name. You know, I got them for a buck at the Dollar Tree. Snowballs obviously. need to come back. Um, so, yeah. So they're like these little pink coconut puffs, marshmallow puffs on a chocolate cookie. And they have some weird name. And uh, so I'm going to bring those to the Whatnot Show tomorrow live that's fantastic um you know we're trying to it's it's like a separate it's like a podcast companion fred at this point point. Mm-hmm. and um you're sorely missed you're sorely missed i do hope someday we we can get the schedule changed around for you uh, no 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 i need to make time make it in there um and i'll be there tomorrow night it's also monday even though this is a yep. week later i'm but gonna try monday's at monday's at 8 30 We'll be there. I'll be there. Whether eight, there's wait, two eight, or ten people, time? my time. So that's like that's seven thirty your yeah. time. Yeah, seven thirty to eight. I don't want to make any promises, but tomorrow when I get off work, you might be around. Well, I I get out at five, and then I got to mow the lawn. It's fun, um, but I should be starting the grill up because I'm making bone-in pork chops tomorrow night. Oh, and nice. uh, the wife gets home at eight. So 7.30 to 8, I should be just out there doing the man grill thing. I like it. I don't think I've got a good excuse. Actually, you know what? I got these two pops on to show you, Fred. Oh, person. shit. Okay. Because uh, I, I picked these up. They're going to be in tomorrow's auction. But they're Marvel ones. And I don't know why you've become the official Marvel guy. I don't know why. But because they will, I've... <laughs> I'll, I know you know the most, I guess. So... So when I see Marvel pops, I instantly just go, "Oh, Fred! These are Fred, but Fred." So I got these weird. I got these cool ones. I wanted to show you. Let me turn my camera on. I don't know what these are. Let's see. Can you see me? You I go. can see you. Okay. So this is called Punisher Nemesis. All right. Huh. And he's all green with green camo. And he's oh, got like. Yeah. He's like, how badass is that? That is pretty badass. You know what he reminds me of is Ghost from uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Modern Warfare yeah, it's like, yeah, it's very... It's his own spin. But, it's definitely not ripping it off, but it's I definitely mean, riffing from it. So these are... 
not MCU Marvel pops. You know, there's, there, you know, over the years now, you got like you'll get Iron Man, but it's like the MCU Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But then you'll get something like a Doctor Strange, but it's not the MCU Doctor Strange. It's like the classic costume. Yeah. So these look like these look like classic. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, those are definitely classic. Yeah. Marvel. And then I got this one, which I've never seen before, but I liked all the stickers all over it. <laughs> this is just called... This is... Uh, oh, wow. Beyond there Amazing Collection. Amazon Suit Dusk. And I guess it's huh. something from the Spider-Man realm? Yeah. I couldn't find much online about on it. Yeah. I won't lie. I don't know Dusk. Yeah. Where is it? Look, Dusk. I couldn't find much out of him. I found one comic book cover. And it looks like he's it's a Peter Parker thing. Oh. He's from the negative zone. Well, he's he's only pop with no eyes. Look, there's no eyes. It's just sort of like that. these yeah. raised brows. But how dope is that though? It's Peter Parker on Earth six sixteen. There you go. Well, there you go. It's got abs and too. Wouldn't yeah. <laughs> See that? Got some, you got some highlighted abs. Yeah, look. I like that. Do some laundry. So, so and what's weird, because then I seen another combo cover where it was a girl. It was clearly like a girl's body. Dusk was, was a girl? Uh, yeah, like I Googled sure. like Marvel Oh, yeah, Dusk, here it is. And I got different pitches, and one of them clearly was like a woman shape. So I don't know what's yes. going on with that, but I, I think know, it's a... Trees is trying not to say it, but like there are clearly boobs. <laughs> There's boobies. Yeah. But the thing with what like you don't dusk know if you is, look up dusk. Dusk as a female is stacked. <laughs> there's not many, like, um, there's not a lot of um, detail on purpose. Like, it's dusk. So it's all, it's black with, like, blue highlights. So, like, yeah, you can't really tell. But um, you know so me. this is definitely I, I, the male dusk, I believe, that I, you're, you've got there. Mm-hmm. And from looking at this... Dusk is a female. The female Dusk is a female student, Cassie St. Commons, and she seems <laughs> to be related in some way to Ben to Riley. Oh, ben wow. Riley's the, the, uh, the clone Spider Man. Oh, yeah. And you know what? You know what's great, Trees? Whenever I look this stuff up, because my web browser is naturally logged into my Marvel Unlimited. It, They've now added a pulls. Dusk reading, um, oh. recommended reading, 15 go. issues. Open you up. I've added. I have read so much weird stuff because of you. Mm-hmm. I read that Wolverine Sun <laughs> thing from your Marvel Snap thing. <laughs> I read that for like, for like 10 issues or something. <laughs> Nice. I love it. I don't think I'll ever um, get rid of Marvel Unlimited, not because I'm regularly reading it, but because I, I can just do stuff like that. I got a lot of pops this week, like a lot. Okay. So it's funny when I say a lot, but you know what I mean. A. Oh, oh, so you don't mean many. Lot. You bought an actual lot. Lot. A box of them. A lot. Uh, yeah. It's hard to say that, right? Yes, it is. Um, and it was all Marvel stuff. So I had those two in there. It had, uh, I got a 
Spider-Man. Um, it has a Beyond Amazing sticker on him, mm. but he has Santa Claus hat on, and he has a sack over his shoulder, but it's made of webs. Nice. So he's like Santa Claus, Spider-Man. I got. Like, I mentioned Doctor Doctor Strange because I got one that's like classic, like classic like comic style. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got. Um, <clears throat> I got a weird Deadpool Venom. Right, but it's not venomized Deadpool. It's Deadpool slash Venom, and he's like half and half. It's very strange. I got some strange ones. Hmm. Uh, in the they'll be up in the auction tomorrow, or you know, when people hear this, it'll be they'll be gone. They'll be, you know, they'll be on the shelf. They were but, available. Well, they will be after that. But uh, anyways, yeah, that was a that was a boring week. But listen, it's like. A lot of stuff going on. We are we are in full birthday mode planning over here because you know it's like you know my daughter just had her birthday, my son's birthdays, you know this week also, and my mm-hmm. birthday's like a week after his. But yeah, my birthday party's happening before his birthday party is going to happen because it's and so it's just one thing after another. So and it's school, like you said, school is going to be starting for us at the same time. And it's just a, it's just a mess. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah, I mean, otherwise, in that fright, I mean, I, I could talk about now during my week, but uh, you know, Ahsoka started. It did the show. Yeah, I watched the first episode, and I love the vibe of it. Right, mm-hmm. but but Fred, I'm gonna pull a Fred here. I'm going to pull a Fred move, a total Fred move. Um, I did not like that I am not familiar with Rebels. And this Ah, is a straight up Rebels. It it really is a continuation of of Rebels. Um, You can get by if you've only watched the Clone Wars. They give you enough enough information on what they're up to, but I'm missing the feeling in the connection of the characters. So... Are you sure you don't mean Clone Wars? Nope. Okay. No. Because I've never no, watched Ahsoka... Rebels, so I might be missing those as well. Did you watch Ahsoka, the first episode? I've watched the first two, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's the whole Rebels crew. <laughs> it's the whole cartoon. Oh, is it? Yeah, Hera. The Hera. Um, sure. Sabine. Um, I had no idea. I mean, Ezra. Ezra's like a big fucking deal. Um, General Thrawn. Yeah, this is all so Rebel Grand shit, Admiral man. Admiral Thrawn. He's from the books, but he's yeah. also from Rebels. So, so like um, that's where I just I just knew that, but I didn't know that Chopper. Because um, Julie was like, "Do you know who Ezra is?" And I was like, "Yeah, everyone in the '90s knows. There's no one better than Ezra." Like, who is Ezra? Turn the lights out. It's time to go home. <laughs> Listen, um, <laughs> so that's all I can remember. That's my old. That's my one better than Ezra riff, people. Um, it was good living yeah. with you, uh, but was, uh, yeah, I no, Re- yeah, Rebels is that whole, that whole. That's the whole deal, man. I mean, if only you had a streaming service that you could watch Rebels well, on. I was talking to him, my other buddy who watches all the Star Wars stuff too. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went on a Rebels dive before Ahsoka. 
Uh, so he got most Somebody of it in. Him. Yeah, I, I did. And then I didn't ah. do the, the work. Um, so, you know, I told him, I said, I'm not watching any more Ahsoka until I f- watch Rebels. So I went back this week and realized I didn't finish Clone Wars. So I watched the seventh season of Clone Wars. So the seventh season of Clone Wars was the one Disney Plus made. So okay, they did five seasons, right, on Cartoon Network. And then I believe there was a season six on Netflix or went to Netflix or it didn't. You know, it was made, but it wasn't aired on Cartoon Network. It went to Netflix. Either way, six seasons and it ended, right? Because mm-hmm. it got canceled. And it never resolved in a way. Yeah, I remember that. So I've not watched all of them. I've mm-hmm. watched, I think I've watched um, the first four seasons. I think that's where right. I'm at, is season four. Um, and so it... It resolves in a in a way where it's like, well, you know what happens to everything because of episode three. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the, the same show time, takes place between two and three. Yeah. So, yeah. But at the same time, you have, you know, like whatever happened to Ahsoka, whatever right. happened to, you know, you have the personalized clones like Rex mm-hmm. and Cody and all them. Like, and you're like, well, what happened to them in Order 66? You know what I mean? And, and Well, but aren't there's they all these part things. of Bad Batch? No. Bad Batch mm-hmm. is a separate cartoon so no i know i've watched bad batch i just didn't know who came over from where i guess is what so I there was say. there was one clone named echo mm-hmm. and he joins the bad batch okay and so he's probably in and the I remember bad batch echo, yeah. off yeah so but he's from the original batch of clones with rex and all them and he and something happens to him in in like season seven and and oh, he ends okay. up and that's how they introduced bad batch Oh, okay. In in their new like season seven, so they could spin off and have their own show, you yeah. know. Um, and so, season seven was the one that Disney Plus made, and Dave Filoni sort of got to like put a little bow on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. Let me tell you something. The last four episodes is like done like a little mini movie. Like it's it's part one, part two. Oh, I got it all you. has, yeah. and it's sort of like Ahsoka kind of comes back. Because the whole thing was she left, right? So for the clone was spoiler, but she she gets framed for something she didn't do, and the Jedi right. Council Council, you know, because Mace Windu, because they're all kind of fucking dickheads, man. When you actually watch, so yeah, that's clone been Wars, like the big thing is like yeah, the Jedi, the Jedi are significantly kind of, flawed. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they're kind of like blind to a lot of things. With you know. People that are supposed to see everything. Like there's a new much. narrative that's like the Jedi deserved to lose their well, they their got place a little in the universe. Yeah, the, I mean, like anything, right? I'm not they, saying they deserved yeah. like to have all their kids slaughtered, but they did deserve to fall from grace. And Clone Wars highlights how you know they don't they do all this stuff for good, but there's people beneath them. Right. Um, and, and one of the stories on episode seven was, I mean, uh, season seven was great uh, because you uh, Ahsoka kind of comes back because she got framed in, in season six or, or five or something. And they didn't really stand with her except for sort of Anakin sort of had her back. But 
And so she was like, but you know he what? was a loose cannon anyway. So he's, he's, you know, yeah. So she was kind of like, fuck these people. Like I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys didn't fucking have my back. You guys knew me and you, and she just kind of leaves like in, you know, before season seven, that was kind of it for her. You're like, well, what the fucking happened to her? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in this one, she sort of comes back to Coruscant and she's sort of like anonymous and she runs into these two grifters these two women that are like grifters and stuff. And she gets mm-hmm. that backstory of why they're like street grew up in the streets. And it's because they're street urchins. They're, ta- <laughs> they're talking about, they're talking about how there was uh, one of the early stories where they're chasing zero, which is uh, one of the huts mm-hmm. crime bosses. And um, they chase them all through Coruscant, you know, on flying shit. And, and the Jedi are jumping from so ship zero, to ship. I think ship. I know from earlier yeah. seasons. Yeah. One of the early ones. And, um, you know, and they're talking about how they were chasing Zero and the Jedi would jump and ship the ship, you know, like they do. And one went out of control and flew into a building and killed their parents. Like it hit the, the room, the apartment that their parents yeah. were in. And they go, they didn't do nothing. They said, a Jedi showed up and said, sorry for your loss, but the force will guide you and just left us with no place to live, no parents, no nothing. It was, right. yeah. it was a pretty good story. Because like all these superhero movies and shit too, they wreck cities. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> Julie is constantly and, keeping tabs yeah. on the Marvel universe and how they are fucking mm-hmm. up everything. Yeah. DC too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So um season seven, she comes back. She and basically she teams up with Bo Katan. Who, if you watch Man of Oh, I know, know Bo-Katan very well. Um, Played by and, the wonderful Katie Sackhoff. But yeah. And Mandalore is still standing, right? It hasn't got destroyed yet. That comes right. later. Um, but Darth Maul has taken over the city. Because if you follow Clone Wars, uh, Darth Maul never died. Yes, he's he's you got know, the he, tink tink legs. <laughs> he got rebuilt. And now he's, you know, <laughs> when you find him, he's sort of like this feral. He, he like lost his mind. He lived in like yeah. a trash heap. And um, he had like his spider legs and uh, his brother, Savage Opress, found him and sort of brought him back to his self. And um, and he becomes the leader of uh, the Crimson Dawn, I believe, is the <clears throat> syndicate that runs Spice and shit. And they. Um, yes, I, I know see- Crimson Dawn. I don't know if he's the leader of it because I haven't gotten that far into Clone Wars. But um, yeah, well, if you if you watch the end credits of Solo. <clears throat> yeah he he pops up in that he does yes he's like the leader of crimson and anyway so um and he's taken over mandalore because he's trying to lure ben kenobi there because they have a beef because uh, right right obviously. they have to and loose ends yeah and, and you know he killed ben kenobi's girl in front of him and stuff is yeah. uh you know bo katan's little sister who is the queen real heavy shit um, but instead yeah, of Soko, the, the Star Wars universe is more like a uh, the Clone Wars Montel gets heavy, Williams man. episode now. Um, it gets fucking heavy, and then um, <laughs> she shows up there, Ahsoka, and Darth Maul and her have a epic fight. And nice. the whole last four episodes is pretty fucking epic, man. And it ties up that whole series and sends it off with a bow into episode. Three and a little past order, actually the end of episode three, because it kind of takes place at the end, because it end, it uh, shows you uh, order sixty six through. So they really like, go up to the end. Yeah, so they show where Ahsoka is with 
Rex, like one of the clone guys, during mm-hmm. Order 66 and it shows him fucking turn and stuff and what they do about that. It's pretty amazing. I was pretty fucking hyped. Huh. I watched it this week. Yeah. And I tell people, I'm like, listen, if you watch most of Clone Wars, but you want to just get the gist of how it ended and stuff, it's like, you know, like they look, she's looking for Anakin and they're literally like, oh, we sent him to spy on Palpatine because we think he's up to something. Right. So as you know, you know, in the movie, that's where he confronts him and he turns him, you know. Yep. It's good shit, man. <laughs> and now, and now, because I've talked for so long, um, but yeah, I'm going to watch Re- Rebels, man, because Rebels is all about Ezra's journey, and and Rebels takes place, um, I think, in the same timeline as um, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order, right? That would be after Between, Order 66 before Luke Before Skywalker. New Hope. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe they take place all, like, they butting up Although, with that timeline. Is Jedi Fallen Order, that one might be after... No, it's after three, because he's working in the shipyards. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, I'm Republic trying to remember ships. which one's after um, Return of the Jedi, but I believe that's... That's the EA game, <laughs> right? EA game, which battle, EA game? It's the Battlefront storyline. Oh, okay. Right with um, the girl pilot. Oh, you're right? thinking She's Ubisoft. On. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. The new one? No. There's so many. So, no, the um, Battlefront 2. Remember they did yeah. the, the, the story oh, mode? you're right. And it had right, the Empire right, pilot right. yep, that was did, on. Yep. On Endor when and the, she when is the, uh, yes, I remember she came up. out on stage and it was a big deal. There, I forgot Battlefront Two as a plot. <laughs> it had a pretty good story. Yeah, um, I didn't replay that campaign. It was just hard. I got the anniversary all. celebration and everything. Even on Easy, it was hard. Um, but Rebels takes place in that little timeline after '66, where Jedi's are like, <clears throat> you know, hunted by the Inquisitors and stuff. Yep. Uh, if you watched Obi Wan Kenobi, you know Inquisitors. I did but that watch guy's from Kenobi, yeah. Those Inquisitors. The Inquisitors are, are also in Fallen Order, like you said. Yep, but they they came from Rebels. That's where you'll see them. And um, gotcha. They're chasing Ezra, and Ezra's like a in in training, you know. And there's um, Kanan. Kanan's like the 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 sure Jedi Master, sort of training him, and he's with the crew of the Ghost, which is the Rebels, and they just. You know, they're rebels, so they're doing like hit right. hit missions and stuff against the Empire. The Mercs. And um <clears throat> and good. And it goes on and then you know, it's a Ezra's search for like his what happened to his family and he comes to, into his own. I believe he has a relationship with Sabine, or they always like each other, and she's an ex Mandalore. She's a funky one that spray paints. So her Sabine, I think that's a brother sister relationship, if I were to more guess. than that. Well, in the early episodes of Rebels, mm-hmm. he's clearly smitten with the because they're around the same age, and he's kind of a awkward. Teenager. Well, and did you see that actress who plays Sabine? She is yeah. stunning. Yeah, and I love how they did her hair because it's like instantly that little rainbow touch yeah. in her hair. Yeah, and you know who it is. It's pretty they, clever. They totally um, fucking cut her hair at the end of. Oh wait, you haven't seen episode two yet, nope. have you? No, but she had short hair in in the cartoon. <clears throat> she had short hair. Okay. So yeah, so she has short she has hair, and bob. I didn't like it. 
No, that's what she looks like in the. I mean, she does cartoon. her. It's clear yeah. that's what her look's going to be for the rest yeah. of the uh, and, show. But you know, yeah. and there's a big there's a big alien guy named Zeb, big blue alien guy, and at the end of um, is it Mandalorian season three? I believe he was at the bar at the end talking with the rebel <clears throat> pilot real quick. Yes, you know what I, I mean? Do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks so good in live action. Like they nailed like the overall look. Him. Yeah. He didn't Bring look corny. You were like, Oh my God, that's Zeb. so right away. They were already hinting at rebels. Cause you're like, Oh shit. Was that, that was fucking Zeb. And then, um, <laughs> then when they were doing Ahsoka, because in rebels, Soka shows up at some point where she's older like the older Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and she's still fucking with, uh, I believe she has a fight with Anakin, with Darth Vader and Rebels, because she does an Obi-Wan on him. I, I believe she cuts half his mask off. Oh, so they shit. Have, they have issues there, and I believe Darth Maul's in Rebels, too. He pops, because he gets away. Spoiler, he gets away, too. He's always getting away. I remember away, my brother like being really into Rebels, and I, I've even watched a couple of episodes, mm. but yeah. yeah, it's all gone. I watched one season young. now this week of Rebels, and I forgot. You know, I'm so used to Clone Wars with the prequel flavor, mm-hmm. and Rebels is straight up old trilogy flavor. Like the music, they the music, the Tie Fight, like everything is straight right, up it's, old yeah. style, and it's it's a good. So sorry, man, that was a long. You said you rant. watched a season. Dude. How many episodes is a season of Rebels? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know because I. I want to well, say hell. I got the internet right here. Hold on. Yeah, why don't you look? Because I'm probably wrong. Because Clone Wars was like 20, 15 episodes. Okay, fifteen, and they're only like twenty two minutes or something. It feels <laughs> they like they are, but like, like I was rolling through. I'm not a binge watching person, so like now see at work, some of the work I do, mm-hmm. um, of like whether I'm working on a certain machine or something. I'm working, but I can have my like phone set right there. Oh yeah, and I can still want to do what I'm doing, but I can just have that on and I can look at it and hear it. So I can cruise through if I'm in those positions. Sometimes I'm not where I'm just I need to be, you know, working and not having something there. But if I'm in these other positions, sometimes I can cruise through a season a day. <laughs> there you go. Well, and if, so if the moment gets me right at work, depending on what I'm doing lately, yeah. it's been a lot of like critical thinking and meetings yeah. two things i don't love um but yeah by and large i should be able to do that as well well especially anyways. if i'm only half paying attention like uh, uh so people how are you enjoying this video game podcast huh listen i've talked a lot about <laughs> old age funko <laughs> pops and, and and star wars cartoons i apologize man I'm rambling. No, I asked about I'm your rambling. week. Listen, week. I'm trying to work out my 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 kinks right now in my. Oh, you got kinks, you say? Dinner. Yeah. Yeah, Not I had a buddy ones. who had that problem. Not good ones. I eat for the for the basically for the joke I've never explained since the beginning of the show. I ate too much tonight, and I'm off. <laughs> I feel I feel <laughs> fucked up. By the way, I forgot to disclose. That's why I'm feeling fucked up because i went out with my family tonight and you just you ever eat too much and then you get dessert on top of that and you're like i shouldn't have ate that triple chocolate cake and ice cream and so i literally came home and came right down here and now i'm trying to undo the the sins i'm so jealous you know anyways fred 
How's your week? I I hope you're ready to get shown up here. Um, let's see. I don't think I did shit this week. Uh, <laughs> even better. What you been playing, Fred? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I because uh, uh... I didn't go to the movies. Um, let's see here. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a couple of things. Hold on. It was right there on the tip of my tongue. So, uh, oh God, hold on. Oh yeah. So first and foremost, the daughter has gotten into, um, uh, music. And so she wanted to play the flute. So I got to go spend hundreds of dollars and rent her a flute. There you go. So that she can <clears throat> play the flute. And so we pay a monthly rental fee. And if she happens to play the flute for three years, we own it. How about that? <laughs> it sounds Paying like an awesome plan. Paying off a flute over here. <clears throat> so that's what we were doing on Monday. Um, a lot of the people at the flute rental place, it was packed. Um they were surprised to see a dad there still in a part of Kansas. That's very weirdly gendered. My wife came home actually the other day. She was pissed. Oh, trees. I bet this would piss your wife off too, but I don't know for sure. Um, so they like, we're now in middle school, right? Sixth grade. So she's got periods and I'm um, sorry, like for class. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So her first period is um, gym. And uh, first day she goes to school, she comes home, doesn't say anything, and an email goes out and it's like, oh, just so the parents know, your kids are supposed to change for gym class. So they have to change into a gym uniform and change back out into their normal school clothes. So please start doing that. So this week, Julie found out that that is not for the boys. It's only for the girls. Only oh. girls have to change clothes. Boys are allowed to wear whatever they wear to school and do it for gym class. Hmm. And she goes, that's fucking gendered. And I was like, you live in Kansas. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Next thing you're going to sound surprised that God's in school. Like, they've banned books. They banned... Did you know that our school district has banned um, The Hate You Bring? Or no, The Hate You Give. So you know about The Hate You Give, right? Are you familiar with The Hate You Give? I do not. Okay. So Tupac, our boy Pac, I was a big um, rap fan in the 90s. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you probably were into gangster rap at least a little bit in the 90s. Sure. So Tupac used to say thug life constantly. Mm Mm-hmm. And Thug Life actually stands for something. And it is, Thug is the hate you give. And then Life is literally something fucks everyone. Like, that's what Thug Life meant. Um, In fact, Tupac Thug Life. Here we go. Is anybody going to explain it? The meaning. I'm not going to try too long. Especially because his beer just kicked in, but the hate you give little infants fucks everyone. That's what Thug Life stood for. And um, 
there is a book that came out. It's a very good book, in fact. It's called The Hate You Give. And it became a movie that was called The Hate You Give. And it was about race relations between blacks and whites and the cops and shit like that in the cities in America. And it's a really good book. It's a really good movie. But yeah, it's been banned in our school district because um, they don't want our kids questioning police. Mm -hmm. It's fucking bullshit, man. I am not... I am not a defund the police kind of person. Who the fuck is going to protect you? These people put their lives on the line every day for us. I will never lose sight of that. And I also am a person who thinks that, um, by and large, most cops are good people trying to do good things for their neighborhood. Sometimes, it, just like everyone's job, right, Trees? Like, sometimes it's not the job you chose, but it is the job you have. Right. At the same time, you fuck up, you abuse your power, I think you should be called out. I think you should be drug into the street. Don't worry, I'm not going into that crazy place. You should be given your scarlet letter, and you should be held accountable for your actions. First of all, privately, and then that should be announced publicly. Um, I do not think cops are above the law, and I do not think that the horrible things they are subjected to in their jobs justify the horrible things certain cops in this country have done, and probably many others. All that said, (laughs) our school needs to just stop caring about, like, like they, they literally think, like, if you don't talk about sex, people won't have it. No, it's just they're uninformed when they do. Anyway, I've gone on a bunny trail and I didn't mean to. So she got a flute. That's fun. <laughs> um, another back fun around. thing um, she's dealing with trees. This is just for all you parents out there. Um, my daughter has, um, like, so she's biologically developed, but she's not, like, emotionally developed, like, in the ways of, like, she's not into boys or girls mm-hmm. or whatever she's into. She's not attracted to people. She's not horny. Um, Her friends are. Very clearly. Um, She's got a friend who's boy crazy. And then she's got a friend on the Xbox who she plays with. And this girl will invite any boys to their, like, group hangouts and stuff like that. Well, recently, this dude who was clearly an adult came in. And I think he misunderstood what they meant. So are you familiar with the fact that like when kids get together in like Roblox or Minecraft, they'll do a thing called a role play where they'll like create a scenario and like act it out in the game? Yeah. But adults, consenting adults, have sexual things that are also called role plays. (laughs) And I think this dude, clearly an adult, dude, the guy sounded older than me on the headset. Um, misunderstood what a role play was. <laughs> he didn't misunderstand. He shouldn't be playing Roblox. <clears throat> yes. He joined. No man plays Roblox. He was playing Roblox. He joined up with um, yeah, no one... Autumn's friend and joined their chat. And I got to give, I got to give credit here. He started trying to strong arm Autumn. And see, I know about this stuff because I can see what's being said in the chat on the screen. But at the same time, I don't want a helicopter parent too much. And 
I don't know. I trust my kid. So I was watching it. Like I was aware of it and I was observing it. She knew I was watching too. Um, Cause I was like in the room, like watching this all go down. But this guy tried to get kind of like forceful with her, like tell her, because he said, hey, girls, why don't we do a thing where you each get into your own private chat room and then I'm going to enter your chat rooms and role play with you separately. And Autumn was like, no, that's creepy. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, no, I want to do this. And she goes, that's fine. Go do it somewhere else. And. He was like, well, you know what I could do to you. And uh, like, but he didn't mean it like in that threatening way. I'm just miss like speaking his exact words. It was very clear. He was just being like, well, you don't want me to leave, do you? And Autumn put the fucking hammer down. She goes, no, no, no. I think you misunderstand. I'm in control of this. This is my party chat. You will go. And she goes like this. And she fucking booted his ass. You know. So that was good to see, but yeah, they're out there. They are out there and they are trying hard. Yeah, that guy, yeah, no grown person plays Roblox. And of course, um, her friend was like, why did you do that? He seemed like a nice guy. And she's like, he was an adult. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was an older man. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see, but I think she'll be okay. (laughs) I think my kid's going to be okay online. But, uh, and again, I have, I still have parental restrictions in there, but yeah. So there was all that fun stuff. Um, but, uh, uh, but I'm trying to think and then, oh, and then yesterday was stunt. What do they call it? Stunt workshop for cheerleading. So my wife and kid were gone all day. Um, so I really just played a lot of games um, and I did finish re- so I've been reading a little bit trees. So I want to talk about this for a moment. So I just finished the Witcher book two time of contempt. Um, yeah. Uh, and for the record, there are seven Witcher books. There are four novels that kind of tell the story of, we'll say for the sake of argument, the four main characters in the Witcher. So it's the story of Geralt, Yennefer, um, Dandelion, or as he's known in the TV show, so more people are aware of his Polish name, Yaskier and um, Siri. And I'm guessing you've played Witcher 3, so you're familiar with... A little bit. A okay. little bit. So you know who Siri and Yennefer and Dandelion are? Yes? No? Um, some of the names I know. Okay, I'll make this very long, easy for people. Very long time. Here's your, here's your primer, and Fred's not going to go long-winded even though he was way long-winded about the flute. Um, so Geralt's a witcher. If you don't know the witchers, you don't care about what I'm about to say. He is in love with Yennefer, um, who is a witch. And there is a infamous, um, short story called the last wish. It is a major plot point in the witcher three, the game. Um, it's, this is no spoiler though. Um, where Geralt and, uh, Yennefer come across a gene a genie and um, Geralt's wish is that Yennefer loves him. And so that's always been their big thing is like, does she love him because she loves him or does she love him because the genie spell tells her to love him? And that actually gets reconciled in the Witcher three game. So Yennefer is his love interest slash lover. um, Who's a witch. 
Yaskier slash Dandelion. Um, I know him as Dandelion because he's Dandelion in all of the books uh, in English, as well as the video games, um, is a bard who um, Geralt likes running with their friends, but also a lot of people will tell a bard something that they won't tell a witcher. And then last but not least is Siri. Siri is a princess, actually, who, due to events that are handled in both the book and the TV series, um, has gone into hiding. And there are prophecies about her. She is both uh, half-elf, half-human, which is not that rare. For the record, Yennefer is also a half-elf, half-human. But she has a prophecy about her. So everyone has, like, a goal for her. The wizards and witches have a goal where they think she's going to be this, that, or, or the other. She has a nickname called the Lion the lion of Sintra for reasons I won't get into here. Um, but for that reason, the men want her um, or humans want her because she can be very useful if she is on your side in her kingdom. Um, and she just wants to be a witcher, to be honest. And in the games, she is a witcher already. But in the books, so far as I've read, and in the TV show, she has not become one yet. So um, the way you're supposed to read it is the two short story books first are the first two you read. It's like Sword of Destiny and The Last Wish, I think, are the two books. And then you start the, the novels, and then you wrap up with the last short stories. Um, the movie, or the TV show, does the short stories as the first season, and then book one and book two... So the book I just finished are seasons two and three. And I did finish the books and then finished up season three. So I can confirm that they kind of stay focused on that stuff. But it's really good. The books are very well written. The TV show handles it very well. If you're not a book reader, the TV show does an excellent job at getting you there without having to read the books. Like there's not a whole lot lost in translation from book to screen. So I got to give it credit. Um, I still don't love that Henry Cavill won't be in the upcoming Witcher seasons, but I look forward to watching them now with Liam Helmsworth as Geralt, um, and we'll see how that goes. But <laughs> but yeah, have you ever watched the Witcher TV show on Netflix? No, no. Any interest? Never really in- no, I never really interested me. I'm not that. I'm not like a crazy Witcher person. Like I dabbled in um, three. The game a little bit, yeah. But that's Witcher it. Three really. is more I never of like read a the Skyrim books. adjacent. A, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't I mean, know I remember really in love with the world. I, I remember Witcher two, and people, I remember like the hype over it, and and the Witcher three, and so I got caught up in the Witcher three hype, and I played a little bit of it, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. I forget, you know, it's just one of those games where you f- fall off if you don't play it for a week, and then oh, uh, yeah. I move, oh, yeah. and I move on, and then you know that's that. Yeah, I really love that world. It's dark fantasy in the way that I really like it. Um, I'd be lying if I said the style of the the um, show doesn't borrow a decent amount from Game of Thrones. But mm-hmm. um, but the events are what the events are. Um, and I really right, like right. that world. I like the idea of like mutants and like witchers are inherently monster killers, right? Like, right. So that kind of stuff I like. I'm big into horror. I'm big into monsters and demons and things that go bump in the night. The horrors that keep you up at night. You know that. Like, I, my dream is to play a VR game that makes me shit myself. So, like, you know, like, 
So it's it's very up my alley. But yeah, mm. I was very pleased with that. Um, and another thing is I've started reading a new comic. So, so Trees, I bounce back and forth in my comic book stuff. I recently finished Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus 1. So I have now officially read... Um, it's 40 issues. It is... No, I think it's 41 issues. It's Amazing Fantasy 15, Spider-Man's first appearance. It's Amazing Spider-Man 1 through 38 and Annual 1 and 2. So that's what I just finished. It's like, I think, 1,300 pages. So I finished that up. And I never like to stick to the same thing, you know, time and time again. So I didn't want to start on the next omnibus, although my fourth omnibus finally showed up, the one that I pre-ordered, like, back in January. So I now have... The whole run of Amazing Spider-Man in full color, all the way up to, I think it's issue two. Oh, no, you know what it is? They take you up to issue like one something, and then there's like a gap, and then they pick it back up. Because I remember the Black Cat's first appearance isn't covered in the omnibuses. But anyway, so I've got volumes one through five. So I think it covers like the first like 175 issues of Amazing Spider-Man plus a bunch of offshoot stuff. And there was an offshoot comic. There were two, in fact, for Spider-Man. There was the Spectacular Spider-Man, Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. And I have, they did one omnibus of that. So I've got that. And then there was Web of Spider-Man, which was a lot of his adventures with the black costume. And those have never been released in an omnibus. Um, So I'm hoping to read those at some point. But anyway, I've got all those books. But yeah, the new comic I started was Howard the Duck. So I'm a huge fan of Howard the Duck, the movie, the 1986 George Lucas classic. um, Starring the stunning (laughs) Leah Thompson as Beverly, lead Uh singer of the Cherry Bombs. But we have some fun side characters. We got Tim Robbins in there. And we got, uh, I forgot who plays Dr. Jenning. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's a fun movie. You ever seen that movie? It's a terrible movie. It's a, it's a wonderful movie. What are you talking it's, it's, about? It's, it's, I have the 4K disc. It's beautiful. It's disaster. <clears throat> what I do love is I that like, he's in Cleveland. I do like how, I do like how the duck as a, as a, as a thing. Like a concept? Yeah, but the movie is is no good. I do like him in the MCU. I do like how oh, James yeah, the new Howard that they created. Yeah, how they sort of integrated him in small bits. Yeah, in 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 the Guardians movies. I'm hoping he gets his own TV show. I'm thinking that's where that's going. But Disney, a Disney Plus show. Yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, so the comic is a J. Right, it came out in the 70s. But it was more adult, right? Like, it was kind of that adult Marvel stuff. And it wasn't like you couldn't read it as a kid. It's just it didn't really talk to you. So a lot of the stuff that's in the movie that probably doesn't land is in this. So, like, Howard still ends up in Cleveland. Calls it Cleveland. He, um... <clears throat> people are always taken aback by the fact that in the movie, he always wants a beer. But in the... um comics he always wants a cigar right and in the mcu he's always smoking a cigar so Mm -hmm. but uh it's it's good he actually ends up in different dimensions um 
in the Man Thing comics. Are you familiar with the character Man Thing from Marvel? I oddly am not familiar, but I know of Man Thing. Sure. People mistake him for Swamp Thing a lot, which was the DC mm-hmm. Comics version. Right. But Swamp yes. Thing was like a scientist and a human and stuff like that. Man Thing I... is literally like a monster of muck out of the swamp. I watched uh, on YouTube. This is funny you bring up Power the Duck. It, it was probably like within the last six months. Mm-hmm. It just popped up on my YouTube. And I wa- it was like a 45-minute documentary like on YouTube about Howard the Duck. Oh, cool. So I seen like those original comics he was in and all this stuff. And I seen through the making of the movie and how disastrous it was and the fighting over the rights of them and the original creator of them and all this craziness. So, so I don't yeah. know that story. And I wonder if that's in the making of Howard the Duck, but I bet it's not on the televised like Blu-ray. But yeah, I, gotta go check I don't it. know. I'll now you make me want to check it because I didn't know there were a bunch of fights over that, but the original creator of Howard the Duck, or at least the individual who's credited by Marvel, mm-hmm. is is unfortunately passed. His daughter actually writes a foreword to Howard the Duck. Because um, I've got his omnibus. So it's like, because Howard the Duck was in Man-Thing for like three or four issues. And then he ends up in Cleveland and he gets his own series. And then that original run went for like 33 issues or something, I think is in the omnibus that I'm reading. And then he does come back. There's a second omnibus. I'm contemplating grabbing it because Howard the Duck is originally who gives, um, who like introduces Squirrel Girl. And Squirrel Girl is apparently some hilarious Marvel character. I haven't read her stuff, but... She's in Marvel Snap. (laughs) Yes, I do know she's in Snap. Um, And I remember um, back on the B team, Chip Sella really liked Squirrel Girl. He... He studied or he collected a lot of her books, but anyway. So I've been reading Howard the Duck. I'm a, I'm on like issue like seven, I think. But it's been pretty fun. I do like that uh, he lives with Beverly. They don't really do. I I don't think they're together together. You know what I mean? But there are weird things. So like Howard gets awoken from a dream and he just happens to be in bed with Beverly, um, and he's naked, uh, but he's a duck. Like it's not scandalous naked and she's in like a nightgown or something. Um, But Beverly is like hot. Right. And she's in like a lot of scantily clad clothes in most of this. In fact, when he finds her, she's, (laughs) she's in like a barbarian outfit where her, like, she's basically wearing like a, like a chain mail. You know what she's dressed like in golden X. She's dressed like the female fighter. (laughs) She's dressed like that. Um, and then he's like, so are you from another dimension too? Like me? And she goes, no, no, no. I live in Cleveland. I was just kidnapped. And the guy liked to dress me up as like, you know, (laughs) a barbarian girl. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, but I do like that. He's constantly calling people hairless apes. He calls Beverly toots, which I think he, in in the movie a lot. And, um, she's got like friends, and they all want to date her, but, like, no one can. And so it's, like, Howard and her, like, together, but, like, it's, like, companionate. There's no, like, love or relationships there or anything. But he definitely takes care of her. And they even have an entire episode on Quack Fu, which I thought was fantastic. Um, or issue, shall I say. But, yeah, reading old Howard the Duck, 
way more amusing than I thought it would be. They yeah. they they do they do well with it. Yeah, it's very well written too. So for something yeah, so said, absurd, I put a link in our chat. Oh, this was the thing I watched randomly, like uh, like a few months ago. I love it's it. How long? But uh, it was like the disastrous history of Howard the Duck. But uh, yeah, it went through like it went through all the legal problems with the the ownership and the making of the movie. Yester World uh, Entertainment. Okay, well I've clicked on it you, and it's now in my you, yeah you, continue you watching should, on YouTube. So yeah, you should watch it and let me know what's what's misinformation out of it out of this Howard the Duck. It was interesting. How much you want no, to bet there's not way. a whole lot of misinformation, actually. The one thing I remember my mom struggling with... <clears throat> actually, Julie and I recently talked about this. Did I mention last week that we watched Short Circuit? I think I did. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. So, Julie and I... That's no, maybe movie. I didn't mention it. So, just to stay on movies for a minute, if you'll allow me. Um, mm-hmm. I like to be nostalgic for my childhood. And so, I like to watch movies frequently on Saturday afternoons that remind me of my childhood. And um, last Saturday, Julie and I, or I think it was last Sunday, Julie and I were hanging out and we decided to watch, um, I I said I wanted to watch Short Circuit. So we were watching Short Circuit and I was like, you know, there's this interesting split that I remember my mom making a big deal about with Short Circuit and Howard the Duck because both of them kind of have the same premise, right? Like these male-esque characters enter into the world of these single female characters that are like independent and doing fine on their own, but they are, their lives are enhanced by the introduction of these non-traditional male characters, right? So it's not like a love story per se, Uh, although with Howard the Duck it is, which is where Lucas has got some weird fucked up shit in his closet. But anyway, um, he's got some skeletons. This is very clear with the Princess Leia shit and then Howard the Duck. I don't know. He was weird and horny in the mid eighties. But anyway, um, but like with short circuit, they handle the love situation very differently. Like, I don't know if you remember that movie, but there's a scene where he's watching, I think Saturday night fever. And, um, he he dances with her. He dances disco with her. And then he, yeah, slow dances with her. And she goes, he says something about like love. And she goes, number five, I don't think you know what you're talking about. And he goes, oh, number five knows. Right. (laughs) And and then they just like dance and have a good time. And then in the morning, he's like cooking a breakfast and stuff like that. Right. So it's like the sex scene without the sex. Right. Like they didn't have sex, but it was just like they had a good night. And in the morning, he's cooking her breakfast. Whereas Mm -hmm. Howard the Duck takes it a step further. If you remember... I, I know you thought the movie was trash and that's fine. You're entitled to your own wrong opinion. Um, but there is a scene and I remember my mom struggling with it. My mom didn't struggle with, you know, short circuit. And I don't think anyone would misunderstand that scene in short circuit as like actual love. It's just companionship. Right. And like, you know, he has feelings for her. Um, and Howard, the duck, like Leah Thompson is Beverly, like comes out like, in like a pink, you know, bikini set of underwear and like a weird halter top, like a small halter top wearing a robe and she disrobes and then climbs on all fours into bed, you know, and there's a very obligatory shot. And then they make a joke about, he makes a joke about sex and she like calls him on it. Right. And she like kisses him goodnight. And you get the impression that like she would. Right. And at the end of that movie, like they're a couple, 
Like they are a full blown couple in that movie. Like make no mistake about it. And you're like, okay. And they even call it out in the movie, right? Like when Phil and the people from, um, you know, that, that science lab, like they say, like it defies all the laws of nature and this and that. And so <clears throat> they take it too far, in my opinion. We didn't need any of that. And Leah Thompson didn't need to be put through that. Um, <laughs> but it, it is interesting to see like two different takes on the same kind of concept that like you can have male characters in your life, male people uh, that, that aren't, you know, you can have friends, right? That aren't like romantic relationships but anyway mm-hmm. <clears throat> my childhood was complicated i i saw some very weird things and i had to process them and maybe it explains a lot about me today um me but, i'm just like and me i'm just like that was a cool movie with that robot yeah short circuit <laughs> was a cool movie with that robot and julie's like have you ever seen the second one i was like short circuit 2 when he goes to new york yeah yeah and she goes that movie's really good and i was like no it's not I was like, I, I love have it 80s. though. You can watch it. Like, I love the 80s with it. He's like, what do we do for a sequel? Put put him in New York. Right. Done. We send the robot to New York and take the, and the white guy who's playing as the Indian guy and send him with him. He's great too. He done. really is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway. But yeah, so been been watching that stuff, uh, enjoying Howard the Duck, reading that. And uh, other than that, yeah, I really just laid low. Oh, you know what? I've been wrapping up um, Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus as well. Uh, I, like, I, liked, um, I like that a lot. That show was, is way better. I'm on, how many episodes are there? I'm on episode, I think I just oh, watched wow. episode five today. So there might like, only be um, six episodes. Yeah, I like that. And I like that show and I like the vibe of it. Like I like the, yes. the art. In the like the way they did the the art in it and the music and stuff. I, I really, like the style uh, and I like how they embrace Pakistani yeah, culture um, and like Indian culture and stuff like that. It's both in America and then when she travels to Pakistan and stuff like that. Like I I have an appreciation for it I wouldn't have had before. Um, it also spins a pretty cool yarn and of course I'm getting ready for you know Marvels. I feel like I'm the only person who likes Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, but like I'm really looking forward to Marvels where they bring, you know, uh, what is it? Is it, it's Rambo, but I forget her first name. Is it Maria Michelle Maria Michelle Rambo? Rambo. And then Ram- Carol Danvers yeah, is Captain Marvel, and um, Kamala Khan is Ms. Marvel, and they put them all together in a movie. I think that comes out in October. Marvels. Eh. So, I, I mean, is it a movie or is it a it's show? It's a movie. Theaters. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a show on Disney Plus. Mm-mm. Marvels is a movie coming to the theaters. Wow. It is literally wow. like the sequel to Captain Marvel. Right, say. but it's just the way it's sort of advertised. Well, there's know, a just... lot of talk, and I don't know how much weight it holds, but there's a lot of talk that like people hate Brie Larson and nobody liked Captain Marvel the movie and it they were trying to make a sequel but nobody liked her enough um to they they didn't think it it held enough strength on its own as its own movie so um eh. they decided to integrate the other marvels which while i don't like if that's their reasoning i do think that's pretty cool 
to have the three of them because, you know, you watch WandaVision, right? I, I think you've yeah, been following all of these. Yeah, I watch all of them, yeah. Yeah, and um, Rambo was great in that. Like, she was, mm-hmm. that actress was fantastic. Her character was great. So I think bringing Kamala Khan and um, Carol Danvers and, um, I, I feel so bad because I think it's, uh, I, I can't. Whoever is, is it Rambo? <laughs> I have to know her first name. Monica, Jesus Monica Christ. Rambo. You were close. You had the M. Yeah. You had the M going. I knew it started with an M, but yeah, okay, Monica Rambo. I think it'll be cool to watch all three of them. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm getting ready for Marvels. Um, I think it's called The Marvels. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, let's see. November 10th is when it comes out. <clears throat> so, but uh, but yeah, so looking forward to that. And on that note, actually, I wanted to m- mention this and then we'll wrap up. We'll, we'll actually talk about video games on this so-called video game podcast. Did mm-hmm. you see that Disney is releasing a couple of streaming movies on disc finally? So I... You probably saw I me saw tweeting you, about this. I see you tweeted about Prey. Yeah. And you were mad about so the So Prey was only on Hulu Plus, and they finally decided to release it. And yes, um, Prey has a premium price attached to it. Mm-hmm. It is $30 for the Blu-ray. It is um, $35 for the 4K and $42 for the Steelbook. Mm. Trees, you're with me on this. Even if you don't do 4K and stuff like that, I'm sure there are... Am I wrong here? There are times where you might be seen buying a Blu-ray movie. You have Blu-rays in your collection. And- I do have some blue. This only movies I have left is I'll pick up a Blu-ray once in a while. Okay. Once in a while. Am I correct that $30, regardless of the movie, is too high for a Blu-ray? Yeah, it's not even like a box set, right? So no, it's, not it's like one a- movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a- that's a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. a bit much. Like, usually this is the standard I'm used to. 20 to 25 mm. for the Blu-ray at launch. 30 for the 4K. 35 for the Steelbook. No, it's not usually 35 for the Steelbook because they're limited. I think it's 32 for the Steelbook. So you pay like the $2 premium. Sometimes it's 27 for the 4K and then 32 for mm-hmm. the Steelbook. But like, usually there's a big jump to 4K because they're exploiting us. They know that it's a small audience and they're just trying to get as much as they can. Um, and then the steel book's a little bump, but yeah, that was way too high. So I will not be buying prey. Prey can go on clearance <laughs> if it wants to, but fuck Disney for thinking they can bounce that price. 20 to 30 on the Blu-ray is it's, it's astronomical. It's insane. That's the biggest <laughs> jump. And that's, they know that's the most common audience, right? Blu-ray has the largest audience. So fuck them for doing that. Wow. 35 for the 4k is a decent bump. Yeah, you know, like I said, 27 to 35, like when you start talking in percentages, you're talking like 20, 30%. And then 42 for that steelbook, $42. It's a lot. For a steelbook movie. Oh my God. And that's assuming Prey was a good movie, which it's not. It's not a good movie? I thought it was good. I thought it was Everybody crazy. loves it. That movie, sh- it's not shit. That movie is the one of the weakest Predator movies. It's the, Howard, it's the Howard the Duck of Predator movies. 
people will disagree with me on this because my favorite, my second favorite Predator movie is Predator 2. So nobody's going to trust me. Gary Busey all coked up. He's on safari. Lions, tires, bears, oh my. But anyway, that was too high. The couple of things they did mention, which you may be interested in, Trees, is they're also bringing some Disney Plus TV shows to disc. WandaVision, Loki, and Mandalorian seasons one and two are coming to disc. The Mandalorian treats me. But what? Um... Mandalorian intrigues me because I have all Star Wars steelbooks for the movies, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I want to go down the road of uh, getting the shows. And I ain't because it's lie. not like I'm watching. Yeah, them. I'm not watching them, right? They will all have steelbooks, but Mandalorian steelbook will be for the 4K. So you're gonna buy something you don't want anyway. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, but, yeah, but but it's like I'm not watching them, right? Because I can watch them all on streaming whenever I want. That's a sin. I'm, I'm, I'm not putting streaming a disc is in. acceptable, it's ridiculous. But disc is better. No, no one cares. I, I want it <laughs> as quick as I can. No one cares. It's good enough. How Listen, long does it I, take to put the fucking disc? In I the have, I have a 4K TV, right? Uh-huh. With Roku, I have all the channels on there. I got my Disney Pluses and all that. But you also you have just, a PlayStation Five and a Series X. Just drop button. the disc in there; it'll play but, them. The Disney Plus button is on the Roku oh remote. Oh, God. And you go there, and guess what? You're watching it in Ultra HD, 4K, whatever yeah, they're streaming. Yeah, I in. see it in 4K with Dolby Atmos. Yeah. I agree. Not noticing any difference. So, Agree to disagree. But my fear is, God, what are they going to charge? What are they going to charge? Because I, I don't think I want The Mandalorian Season 1 and 2. They are great. But I'm not the biggest star wars fan like i'm fine with star wars i enjoy Mm -hmm. and appreciate star wars loki's tempting but even that's not that strong wandavision i want in my collection i think that show is a very cool stylized show and it's got a cool plot so wandavision i desperately want in my collection but I shudder to think what they're going to charge for it. It's nine episodes, right? One hour each. Right. If they're going to try to charge like 90 bucks for that, fuck off. Mm. Like 40, sure. 40 for a season, sure. HBO is charging 40 for The Last of Us. 50 with the Steelbook, I could see it. I probably won't pay it, but I could see it. I'm worried yeah. it's going to be a lot, though. Like 60, yeah. 70. Yeah, no. It's too much. No, I can't thank you. do it. Yeah. As much as I want. So, I but I am psyched that they're coming out on disc. The Witcher. Come on, Netflix. The Witcher. Let's do it. Witcher. They, they, well, what pisses me off is they released Castlevania day and date. I'm so happy they released it, though. Thank God. I am so happy I have disc versions of that because I don't know if that stays on Netflix forever. <laughs> but The Witcher, I would love to see them release. Like, mm. And I got to get rid of my Stranger Things because they're never going to release those other seasons. I have Stranger Things season one and two on 4K and I know they're never going to release seasons three, four, and five. Which, for the record, five hasn't come out yet, but three and four aren't coming out. They're never going to release no. those on disc. So I need to get rid of those... 
If anybody out there wants them, you're probably not going to ask, but I, I do need to start dumping some of this shit online. Um, so I'll oh. let people know when the eBay auctions are up. There you go. I don't think I'm prepared for whatnot. I don't think I can. I don't think <laughs> I can much. do what you do. It's too much of a. It's too much of an undertaking. Yeah, Listen, I, I can't just do think it. I'll, I just don't. I think I'll fuck it up, and then I won't make the money I need to for those. So. <laughs> Money, money. Who's making money? Well, that's the difference, right? Like, what not? Money involved in? Is there supposed to be money involved in this? I'm trying to make money. Yes, I need to. I need to do something different. (laughs) All right, we are at 148. Let's let's call it. I just went on for 40 minutes on mine. So yeah, and I went on too long on mine. Eh, An hour. Anyway, um, what you been playing, trees? Let's just shift gears hardcore. Let's do a hard cut. You know what? Let me open my second Guinness. Sure. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for this second, the second leg. Yes. Here we go. You hear it. We need crack. the caffeine. The crack. I think I think tomorrow night's whatnot show, no Guinness. I know it's a staple, but I think we're switching to the sunny D's again. Uh, Going for a light of night. Oh. And I think I thought you weren't gonna drink. <laughs> fuck no. I need to drink. How am I going to tell people to fuck off if I'm not drinking? But there you go. I think um, I think I might go for some Sunny D, and I think I might put together like an '80s rock soundtrack. I think we're going Ooh. '80s night, Fred. I love it. That's what I'm feeling. I'm my feeling wedding. That. My wedding lived by an '80s night, and then somebody tried to yeah. emulate that. And it didn't go so popular. And they're like, why was yours so popular and mine wasn't? I was like, because I didn't copy someone? I don't know. Um, nice. But anyway. Um, what you been so playing, sir? More of the same, right? For the most part. Okay. Um, still trucking through Miles Morales. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, loving that game. Loving it. This game um, is super solid. Says I cannot wait for Spider-Man 2. Yeah, it's really pumping me up. It, uh, you know, I'm comfortable with the combat now and all the systems. You know, it always takes you a little bit when the oh, yeah. so much is thrown at you. But now I'm I'm in it to win it. Um, I'm doing the little the the bad man bunkers there where you have the checklist yep. of things you can do to get extra tokens, and that's fun uh, and not hard, by the way. Like Correct. it's just fun to crawl around on yep. a ceiling and hang down and grab people and shit. They make it very simple to tell who you can grab, who you can't. And they give you a lot of gadgets to, to kill people. It's not that it's not that it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, you know what's interesting? I am one trophy away from the platinum. You know what my trophy I'm missing is? Which one? One hundred hit combo. I oh, Jesus. literally got one time in one of those warehouses, I got to a ninety-eight hit combo. That broke your heart, didn't it? And then somebody hit me. I think it was a gun. And I was like, oh, I lost my shit trees. Did you turn it off? Yeah. I paused. <laughs> That's a turn it off moment. I, I quit the app, not yeah. caring where my save was at. Nope, nope. Yep. And turned it off. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. That's one of the, I've done stuff similar. I've played through that game twice now because one of the other bronze trophies is beating the game in new game plus so i've now played the game through twice and i've just never gotten to a hundred hit combo and i really don't think i'm gonna go crazy just trying to get that one trophy i think no. i'm out 
But that does, but it's because that game is so lightning in a bottle. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, why tarnish anything? Why put any negative connotation on that? Why make anything a chore? Because they, the developers, I genuinely think you can do as much or as little as you want, but Insomniac, I genuinely think, said, this game can be as complex or as simple as you want it to be. Right. And I do think they designed around that, and I think that's commendable. Yeah, it's it's fucking fun. So, and I'm, I'm over 50% now. <laughs> okay. Because 50%, I am But get, that's 50% I, of the cam. Like, that that has nothing to do with story missions. You can, like, beat that game just, on, like, 56%. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah, because I can't. Uh, I did 100% I need to start using. I need to start using the fast travels. Yes, you Because do. when I go. Especially on PS5. I, it's I'm instantaneous. Too, I'm too sidetracked when I try to go from here to there. And, like. I really do want to try to like do get to the story. Like this was supposed to be my quick game. Like I was going, oh, well, I'm gonna play this this week and finish it. And I've been just <laughs> no. <laughs> I would much. say you should savor it. I'm I'm all yeah. for you savoring it. Actually, um, I am having fun. I am having fun playing it. Um, I just unlocked my. Um, it's freaking me out a little actually. I just unlocked the uh, Into the Spider Verse suit. Oh yeah, yeah. In the animation, they do like the the sort of like low frame rate, weird. It mimics the cartoon, whatever that yes. weird Yankee sort of stop animation. I don't know what that animation is that they, that pseudo three D sort of choppy. Mm-hmm. It's cool looking, but the suit <laughs> mimics that. It it's does. Very, it's very funky looking. It yes. took me a second to get you. I was like, I don't know if I like this actually. Oh, I play with it a lot. But yeah, now I have it on there. It's pretty good. So I'm playing. I'm playing my Miles Morales, right? Um, well, before you move on, I want to mention. Yes. So, do you know who the Tinker is yet? Yeah, yeah, that was okay. So I'm going to mention this, but I'll just let the audience know. You might want to skip ahead like a minute. I'm about to spoil who the Tinkerer is, but I want to make it clear that is not. Like an end, even close to no. end game reveal. No. It is pretty it's, early, it's an early reveal, actually. In the, yes. If when you're actually playing the game, it's early reveal. But the Tinkerer is um, Miles' childhood friend, plays played by Jasmine Savoy Brown. And I know her because she was fantastic in um, Scream 6. Uh, I really dug her in Scream 6. She was also in Scream 5. But she's also fantastic as... Um, one of the girls, one of the teenage girls in Yellow Jackets, which is a show that Julie and I love, but she is fantastic in this, this, uh, game. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not to say that Miles isn't, um, cause the, the voice actor for Miles Morales is fantastic as well. I think everyone does a really good job in this. Yeah. In this really game. good. By the end of this campaign though trees and i do kind of want to have like a spoiler rich discussion whenever you get there take your time it's so strong this this game ends strong Mm -hmm. it's so much better and it just goes back to the end all statement which is this game is so much better than it has any right to be especially because it's like technically a spinoff, right? Like it's technically, mm-hmm. it's not Spider-Man two. It was seen no, as a no, spinoff, it's a, it's but a, it is oh. so strong 
and it streamlines like so many parts of the original Spider-Man game. Right. Yeah. Well, I just I, I yeah. think I think they were smart with it, right? Because it was also a bridge to the PS5. Like it's one of those PS4s, <laughs> but also like it benefits. will play on PS4, but it's way they, better on PS5. Yeah. Yeah, and they and they put out. You know, they put up the, the upgrade for it. I think it was all orchestrated to be part of their, like... Well, it was a launch game on PS5 because I bought it right. my PS5. But, and it came with the updated version of Spider-Man. Right. Which I think was all planned out, right? So I oh, think it was... it was absolutely planned. And then... Because yeah. it was also supposed to be the sort of, like, thing, like, see, you can upgrade things. You can upgrade your game. Yeah, so Spider-Man, Miles Morales Spider-Man on PS4 was interesting because that was one of those times where you got the free upgrade. So people with the PS4 disc, if they have a PS5 with a disc drive, they can, yeah, upgrade it. I think that was all part of the plan to show, look how easy it is. And then then also, it's obviously, the work they're doing in this game, like with Miles, like just setting up his... Like again, he was he was a a big part of the first Spider-Man game, but but he wasn't like game, an active Spider-Man, right? Yeah. No. So in this one, you get to see his personality, his traits, his buddy, what they do. Also, and his so style, because he with the Venom right. actions and stuff, he's right different. So now they can slide in the Spider-Man two with all this in place. They don't have to do all this work mm-hmm. and waste time in Spider-Man 2. You know, now they can in just... Spider-Man 2, you're bouncing back and forth between yeah. them, GTA Yeah, 5 so now yeah. they did the legwork, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, it, and I, think now, it's, I think it's incredible and I cannot wait for this game. The part that's controversial about me is that I want to buy the digital copy. I don't want the disc. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ah, well, we'll see. Um, anyways, playing that, um, little uh, Fortnite update. We haven't Ooh, had a Fortnite okay, minute yeah. in a very long time because, as you know, my minute. friend, my, my son, whatever reason, decided he did not like the last season, did not care, and just stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. He didn't. So we haven't played Fortnite in what a few months, right? Two months or something. Whatever the last season was, right? Which bummed me out. Because the season pass was Optimus Prime. Yeah. And I really wanted that Optimus Prime. But yet, because my son wasn't playing, it's kind of like I didn't play. And so then... So how bad did you really want it then, Trees? Not that bad. I, I didn't get him, Fred. It's the first season pass character I haven't got. It's the first season pass I haven't finished in, like, what, a year or something? Yeah. I never got um, Geralt, so... Oh, yeah, I got... Yeah. I've got everything you can get for the most part, since I was playing it mm-hmm. and uh, since I started playing it. So new season happened uh, two days ago. And so two days before the season was up, I was like, well, let me just see what I was at level four, Fred. Mm-hmm. So in two days, I made the level 50. <laughs> um, Holy because shit. Because you have every mission unlocked that usually gets slow drip right, over so the season. Right, you speed run it, yeah. Yeah, so I was averaging 230,000 XP a match. Damn. Because I was just, you know, I'm very good at this point. 
at min max and missions and seeing what I can all do. So I'm like Clearly. just ticking off like 20 missions around like and and winning, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious to run around fishing and shooting frogs and purposely swinging back and forth on a vine and then still running to the middle and, and killing everybody and winning. It's hilarious. Um, but so I made it to the level 50 character. I got him. I got some some stuff. And then uh, the new season started, Fred. And, um, you know, they, they add some stuff to the island. They've added heists. Okay. Um, so they did it, you know, once before they had a little event in the middle of a season where mm-hmm. there was a vault. Like there was a place you, you killed like a boss and a uh, got a key card and you'd open his vault. And then for the rest of the last season, they left a few of those vaults around and these sort of little mob boss guys, these little robot guys would spawn in halfway through. And if you killed them all, they'd drop a key card and you open a vault and there's all gold weapons and stuff in there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically it's more of that, except they've fleshed out more of a story to it. Right. And, um, so now there's like a big there's mansions these big fancy rich mansions everywhere. There's three of them actually, um, <laughs> and they've changed the landscape of the island. Like they look, you know, you know, you know how Fortnite does it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, they're, they're basically you go in there, and there's security cameras you can shoot, and if they catch you, then more bots spawn in and get you, and you basically gotta get all the way to the basement, <clears throat> get the key card, and get it in the big vault, and then when you come out, you set off alarms. You know, it's a big heist thing. I think they're yeah. trying to capitalize on payday or something, right? I don't know what they're doing. Um, well, payday three just got announced, and everyone's that's what going I mean. ape shit. So yeah, that's what I mean. So I you think may I don't be know right. Um, and of course, they they show their little trailer, and they have all these characters now, right? They always have the trailer, and they have the surprise characters. Um, they have their own made up ones, but then they always have two or three that are like memes, right? Mm-hmm. So they have um, people I don't know. Probably some anime people. Uh, they have Ahsoka. Wow, really? But it's the, Ro- it's the Rosaria Dawson's Ahsoka from the show. Right. Because they've had Ahsoka in there before, but the, the Clone Wars Ahsoka, right? They've had the, the cartoon Ahsoka as a character, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is like the, the Rosaria Dawson Ahsoka. The adult. The, the mid-40s Ahsoka. Right. So she's the... And then they have that um, meme guy. I've seen him on TikTok. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Beast. I don't know his name. It's like Quabe or something. He's no. he's just the kid that watches other people do stuff, and then he like rolls his eyes and, and shrugs his hands. I have you seen that guy? No, no, I'm so out of touch. <laughs> and then he like he'll like yo know, someone will do some elaborate hack to like you know like take out the trash. And then he'll watch the video and then it shows him just do the simple, like straightforward version of that. And then he's like, then he puts up his hands like, yeah, see, what's the big deal? Uh, He's a character now. Wow. Okay. And I got to admit, I got, I kind of laughed because in the trailer, they're doing the heist Mm -hmm. and they're trying to get out and he just like hits a button, the door opens and then he does the he does the meme. He does no the, shit. Yeah, he does the um it's that's his thing. That's what he does. I'm yeah, but right I now. just I didn't think they would 
It, yeah, me neither. And and he's like probably like a year or two past like his popularity. I think. <clears throat> Let's look him up. Fortnite characters. Let's see. New. We're gonna get to the bottom of this, Fred. I'm down. We're gonna find him. What what are we in? Season. Let's see. Chapter. Oh chapter four. Season four, five. What are we in, Fred? Okay. Help me out, I'll buddy. find out. Uh, or do we just pass it? Chapter they four, have, season um, three. That no, can't be right. that's not true. I kicked off on June 9th, so. <laughs> I think it's chapter Season four. 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 Okay, so we have the muscular fish guy is pretty hilarious. Um, what's new? Let's look. We gotta find it because I gotta find this I guy. I got the now blog post because it's gonna drive me nuts. Oh, he's right there. Where is he? <laughs> what's his name? Well, I see his picture. I don't. <laughs> Gear you gotta up. find him. Intel, meet the team. Meet the team. <clears throat> Piper Pace. That ain't it. That's oh, wait. It. Icon series. KB Lame. Yes. KB Lame. Most popular creator right on TikTok. Yeah, that type, type That's him, him. Oh, my God. I see him. Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah. He just shrugs. He just, uh, this guy's a millionaire. He's just shrugging. He well, no, and, and all power to him. Like, good yes. for him. Yes. But what does that say about us as a society? <laughs> How much money does... Uh, I think I need uh, fish Kobe thick Lane in my make. life, though. Cabby Lane earns $4 million, $4 million through TikTok each year. His net worth is $16 million. There you go. Who knew? I should have started shrugging a long time ago. At I shit. was at Walmart the other day, and Mr. Beast has a chocolate bar called D's Nuts. I was completely unaware of this. Mm-hmm. Like in Walmart, where they worry about like parental advisories, I can buy mm-hmm. a chocolate bar called D's Nuts, mm. which is a fantastic name for a chocolate bar. I congratulate him on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. Anyways, that guy's in Fortnite. Cavalier. So I see. All right. You can look mm-hmm. him up. You can see what he does. Oh, he I is see funny, him. but I don't think he's ever uttered a word. I've never heard his voice. He just looks at shit, watches them do it, and then he does it better, and then he just shrugs. That's his fantastic. It is fantastic. And, and that's, the, of course, that's the emote he does when you get the character. Sure. You get his emote where he just, he shrugs. And I kind of want him. I'm not going to lie. Um, Impressive. Anyways, so me and my son's been playing. My son's back in. For whatever reason, he hated the last season for no obvious reason, except he's six years old and he decided he didn't like it. And that's all it takes for a six-year-old. Now this season, his friend was playing it, so now he's all back in. Now it's the greatest thing. Um, 
My daughter does this though. Like mm. one week she'll be into Cookie Run Kingdom, the next week she'll be playing Rocket League, then she'll be playing yes. Surgeon Simulator. Like she just bounces around. Yeah. Um. So we've been playing it, and he likes it now because, um, you know, they always add weapons to take weapons out. But they have this big battering ram that mm-hmm. you get everywhere, and you charge it up, and it launches you. So it's twofold. You can use it as mobility, right? Like you can just you can launch yourself out of the storm. It's like a little rocket. So you can get yourself out of the storm. If someone's shooting at you, you can get to them real quick and surprise them. Or if you aim it like, like a building, you literally will like crash, take down the whole build. You would like crash right through the building. So it's kind of fun. Awesome. It's a fun toy. Um so I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of Fortnite the last like two or three days since it's come out. Me and my son has, has played a lot. Mm-hmm. I already got my victory royale. Congrats! Yeah. I had I had one match, and I fucking I crushed it. I got so many accolades for one match. I took a screenshot because I was like, "Look at that shit! Look at me just <laughs> wrecking stuff." <laughs> it was funny. I was like, "Man." I forget where I took the picture though. I can't remember. Did I take it on my Xbox? I might have. But it was um. Let's see. Did I take it here, or did I take it elsewhere? I don't know. And um, world may never know. World will never know. My internet stinks. I'm in the basement, people. <laughs> um. Well, there it is, right there. Those accolades. So send it to you, but. Not that, I don't think you give a fuck. So it doesn't matter. That that doesn't. I just don't have any context. No, but but, it, but you know I got it, it, I, I crushed it. Anyways, playing that I, I got sidetracked. It. Trust me, um, we missed it. It was awesome. And then in the last thing, because I won't take up all your time for your games, but because I didn't do much, I really didn't do much. I bounced around playing some things. You assume um, too much, sir. But continue. <laughs> um. And then the uh, then the last thing I did, Fred, um, was I I busted out. Don't ask me why, but I busted out my Disney Infinity. Oh man! I was digging through some stuff, and I seen it, and I had some time. Uh, the family had some stuff to do. I said, I'm gonna hook up this Disney Infinity because I have all the shit for it. Right? It's not that hot. It's just like yeah. it's not like the PSVR or anything. You just plug it in a pad, and it works. Um, but I didn't know I still had the game disc. I knew I had the bucket of the toys and all the stuff, but, uh, but sure enough, I was smart enough that I, I did not put the game disc, like the, the box game box and stuff with my other games. Mm-hmm. I actually put it in the bucket with all the Disney infinity stuff, which means at some point I thought I was probably going to sell it at a yard sale or something. So I put it all together. <laughs> that um, makes sense. So, you know, Disney Infinity 3.0 to be exact, because this was the Star Wars version. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I popped it in. It updated, right? I was informed when I turned it on that the Disney.com servers were no longer active because apparently you could play you could play online co-op, I think. Like people could join your game and run around with you. Um, the servers to access your worlds were still there. So I had a saved world because you remember you had like a playground world where you could just 
you would unlock. Yeah, it was like things. a sandbox environment. Yes, and you would unlock different pieces and stuff as you play the regular game, and then you could use those like pieces and stuff in the it, whatever. I will say this, Fred. Uh, we've often said, I've said before that the the Disney Infinity game is very close in playstyle out to the Lego games, mm-hmm. except you don't break stuff. But the the very the simplistic nature of it and sort of what you're doing is very identical to the Lego games. Uh, oh yeah! But since this was the Star Wars version, right? Mm-hmm. I popped it on because you know you put the little playset pieces on there. So you can't go for back. the record, yeah, feel free to describe anything you want to talk about. But my daughter's childhood was me playing Disney Infinity 3.0 with all the Star Wars characters yep. endlessly. <laughs> so I did. I went back. I, I played a little bit of the, the I think it was Fall Empire. So there's a, there's the Empire has the one. There's, there's two play sets, right? There's the yep. prequels and then there's the new Hope. Ver, you know, era. Um, I popped them both on just to run around. And Let's say, Fred, I, I know you've spent a lot of time there. You you can't go back to Disney Infinity. <laughs> Why do you say that? You can't return to it. Um, at least the Star Wars, you can't. Because Lego Skywalker Saga exists. Oh. Good and point. after playing after playing that, uh, this feels so old and janky and disjointed. <laughs> yeah, I can you see that. You can't. It's. I don't say it's unplayable, Fred. But me play. Me play, I play like an hour of it, and I'm going. Not only was my muscle memory not really coming back. But just the skill trees in the mission structure mm-hmm. and how everything's very disjointed from, you know, because you just like the Lego game, you can go up in the atmosphere and fly around and stuff. Everything's right. very simplistic. And yeah, hard to follow. <laughs> I I mean, it was... It was almost MMO-esque. It was like little fetch quests and stuff like that. It, like, was, it's, it was, but that is what I mean, Skywalker my kids lit up is. every time she would do it. So at the time, it I is was fun. all for it. But It's still fun to throw the little figures on there and then watch, like, especially if you never used one on there before, and then yeah. you pop off all these things, you know, all the things you unlock and mm-hmm. shit. It was pretty – it was cool to play with the figures again. Um, but maybe it's because it's just that Star Wars theme and you, we've played too much of that, that Skywalker saga Mm -hmm. and that's so well done and well put together. And even the mission structure and how it's listed and how you follow them and how they make it very simple. Um, yeah, Disney Infinity. I was like, I don't even know where to go. I can't even Mm -hmm. figure out. Who I'm supposed to yeah, it was very um and obviously the graphics now looking at them, you know, they had to come up with a style that they could like 
transcendent across all the characters from different genres and movies and make right. them all look like they <clears throat> fit together. And they did an awesome job. They, I mean, they basically have that um, Clone Wars blocky animation look. Yeah. Like even all the figures from from they do you know, yeah all the level to the three point yeah. seemed to yeah, but all across the board they they even Disney one point and two they they all have the same art style that okay. sort of blocky sharp angled look you know smart it was it's a smart like um, compromise sure to fit them all um, so the the look is cool but the worlds seem very not detailed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I remember that. They seem very sparse. Yes. And it's not fair to compare it to a modern Lego game because it's not a Lego game and it's not modern, but that's what that's what we're doing. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing because that's what, you know, the last, you know. It was fun that, that it worked. It was fun that it, it played, but I don't think... I think the strongest playsets were the original Disney 1.0 playsets. I can That's see it. that. I think the Monsters University world was strong and, and felt dense. You know, mm-hmm. the Incredible City was cool. The um, There was a Lone Ranger set that was pretty awesome. Like, there was some cool sets. Um, whereas, I don't know, the Star Wars ones seem a little little spice and sort of i don't know not much to do anyways i thought it was a fun trip down memory lane to play with the disney infinity stuff again Mm -hmm. but um i think there's a reason why uh those those figures go for a dollar on ebay and no one's one's looking looking for that disney infinity yeah outside Um, of a handful of them yeah they they never garnered much of a uh, value (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly value yeah because i have some of the cool style ones right i'm sure you do you have one i have like the boba fett and stuff yep some nice ones luke you know um yeah we got them all yeah yeah i think one was worth some money but like i was like 20 bucks no i just want the figure here with the rest of his family my original disney 1.0 I was bummed because the only one I'm the only ones I'm missing. There was a three pack that was sold when it was like new, and I can't remember who's in the three pack. But Randall from Monsters Inc. is one of them in the three pack. And uh, hmm. so whoever's in that three pack, it's <laughs> like those are the three figures like I'm missing from the first one. You know, you had those real. Those rare ones, like the see-through ones that were like a Toys R Us exclusive or something. Yeah. But when you put those on the thing, they show up as a regular figure. You know exactly. what I mean? They, there's not yeah. like a separate see-through. There's no delineation in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't have those. But I mean, as far as the regular figures go, whatever that three-pack is that came with Randall. So it um, looks like it's Mike, Randy, and Sully. I don't think that's it, because okay. I swear they this were was random. A three pack. I didn't say it was the. Yeah, this one had three. They were from different. Um, they weren't all themed from a movie. You know what I mean? It was like Randall, but I swear uh-huh. there was like a 
maybe one of the Incredibles was in there. I don't, I'm not sure. There we go. Oh, yeah, here we go. The starter pack. Yeah, the starter it pack. Who's was... in that? Captain Jack Sparrow, <laughs> Sully, and Mr. Incredible. No, that's... Mm. That's not what you were thinking of? So they must have had a... Maybe they had a bunch of mismatched ones, like random ones. You know what I mean? They must have. You said it was... Oh, here's the villains pack. You said it was Randall? Yeah. So that one is still the same three movies, but it was Davy Jones, Randall, and Syndrome by Jason Lee. I th yeah, that's, those are the ones I don't have. Yep. Yeah. And you know what it stinks is um, I had it in my hand once. Yeah. At like a Toys R Us when it was new. And I was like, eh, because I forget how much they were. But I was just like, eh, it's, uh, you know, that's a lot. No, I fucking let they it got go. a complete in box version for 45 bucks on um, eBay. Yeah, it's, but it's not worth it. That sounds it's not like worth a it lot now. of money. But why it's not worth go. it? Be or they've got all of those characters plus the heroes plus their transparent ones all yeah. for 20 bucks used. There you go. That's all you need. Yeah. The reason I watch um, that style. Yeah. The reason why it's useless now is because in the original game, there was like a hall of like characters. Uh huh. And when you got them all, like you, a special item would appear in the middle. It was like a coliseum and the statues were all around and they would unlock. Do you remember that? You'd go to that portal and yeah. you'd go to that one spot. And I think you got a lightsaber or something. This was before they had, right. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, this was before Style 3.0. <clears throat> this is an original one. You'd get like a lightsaber or something. And uh, and also, um, you know, you needed them for the, um, the worlds. Right. Because only some things you could access with certain characters. And now if you play, play 3.0, those original playsets aren't in the game anymore. Right. So like if, yeah. if, if you put the playset on the disc, it will unlock all the unlockables for you for the, for the sandbox mode that came from that set. But you can't play the original game, which is a bummer. Yeah, I remember when they made that massive change to Disney Infinity and... I, I, people weren't wrong, but there was that huge outcry of like, we'll never be able to go back to the way this was. And I was like, yeah, mm. but it's like a game that relied a lot on online functionality. So like it or not, that no. was to be expected, especially with mm. a company like Disney. Yeah. No, what's messing me up. What? Is like my view of how old Disney Infinity is. Uh-huh. In like the crossover winning ending, because I'm like you, I was just like googling like uh, Disney Infinity characters, yeah. And I just I just saw a um from a Zootopia one, yeah. And I'm like, wait a second, it was Disney Infinity was still operating when Zootopia came yeah. out. That don't seem right, right? <laughs> I mean, box. it does seem right, but it doesn't seem seems right. like meaning if seems you like think it was about gone it, yeah. by then, yeah. Yeah, fucked up. Anyways, man, it was a week, weird week for me. 
I didn't do much. <laughs> Obviously, I played some Disney Infinity. So, um, as long as you had fun, I did have fun. Like I said, I'm playing Miles Morales, and that's like super fun. Um, trust me, it doesn't go unnoticed. All the other stuff I look at, all the games, and I'm like, oh, 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 and then I don't, you know, yeah, I see so many cool things, and then I just I never get around to it. Um, but you try them. Yeah, I yeah, I try. Them. So, Anyways, man. That's all my right. Week. Well, what are you good? What are you doing, man? What yeah. are you playing? More old games, more old achievements. Yeah, I've got some stuff for you. So here we go. But yeah, I've um, I have been playing some retro achievements. Um, mm-hmm. Still enjoying the hell out of that. Um, and this week it was more of the same. In that, uh, I tried to get more Adventure Island achievements. I can't. Can't do it? I keep trying to find a cheat code. Because with retro achievements, you can't use, like, certain cheat codes. They, They decide which cheat codes you can and can't use. And if there's ever a way to implement them, they do. So, for example, they won't let you use, like, a level select code but they will let you use like a continue code. And so there was a code that was rumored in Adventure Island that when you died, you didn't lose the tomahawk. And that Hmm. is the difference between beating this game and not beating this game. Because basically you get to certain levels where you lose the tomahawk and it won't give it back to you. And so you have to get through the whole level with no weapon doing like godlike platforming. And... You can do it. It's just not my idea of a swell time. I don't want to spend most of the night doing that. So I gave up on Adventure Island. I'm surrendering it. I'm putting it down. I did go back to Jaws, though, Trees. And I've gotten all of the achievements except for one. (laughs) Thank goodness. Got one achievement, and I don't think I'm going to get it. Which is for perfect hits on the bonus round. That's another one like the 100-hit combo. I have done multiple bonus rounds where I got 29 out of the 30, but I can't seem to get the 30 out of 30. And so I was like, "Uh, do I really? But I've gotten everything else. I got all the super power-ups, killed Jaws without (laughs) dying, did everything else. So I feel pretty good about it. But No complaints. Retro achievements are super fun, and it is a great way to enjoy the early parts of a Saturday night, I must say. I am thoroughly enjoying them and I continue to, or I intend to continue to use them. <clears throat> Next up, I, uh, so I was going to play a new game, right? Like I always try to have a new game that I'm trying out once I finish an old game. And I tried the game Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. It's from the N64 days, but Night Dive Studios did like an upgrade, Right. And as you probably remember, I recently played the original Turok and really enjoyed it. And so I was like, let's go to two. I remember it has a reputation for not being anywhere near as popular. I wouldn't say good, but as popular as the original. And I didn't know why. I now know why. Have you ever played Turok 2 Seeds of Evil on the N64? Uh, No. Okay. So the first game, the original game, is 
kind of like a first-person shooter, but they made it more, shall we say, console-specific. So it's way less interested in your precision at hitting something and way more interested in your precision at, like, platforming or exploring or finding new areas. It's less concerned about your ability to hit something when you shoot at it. Turok 2 is not that. Turok 2 is just a straight linear level. They hand feed you and everything is a bullet sponge and you have all these things you have to find in the level. And if you get to the end of the level and you haven't found all those things, oh, you have to restart the level. I spent an hour and a half trying to find everything in the first level. I was missing one thing. And I said this on Twitter last night. I read a walkthrough, watched multiple videos and did step-by-steps. And then I paused the game for a minute and I said, what the fuck am I doing? This is not a video game anymore. This is me just following directions. Fuck this game. (laughs) And I noped out of it and deleted it and couldn't care less. Didn't even unlock a single single achievement. No. Yeah, fuck Turok 2. Yeah, I I seen a heated tweet from you (laughs) about this game. I just said it was one of the quickest games I noped out of. Yeah. I thought you'd be proud of me because I didn't I am proud of you. bang my head against it. I just like said, nope. Why bother? Nope. He's done. So, I mean, you gave him more time than I would have given any game. Probably. You still gave it an hour. Probably. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I may have been enjoying a substance that allows you to just chill for long periods of time and Makes things easier going. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> there you go. But <clears throat> anyway, the last two games, though, to talk about, this won't take too, too long, but I, I think the this, these are much more positive. So I completed Red Dead Revolver. So I talked about this last yeah. week. That's the f- very first. Yes. Is and that before? I thought con capcom published it but it looks like 2k published it and it was always rockstar san diego oh it was always rockstar mm-hmm. okay i didn't know if i didn't know if that was one of those like kind of mad max things where it's like rockstar like bought it and redid it that's what i thought yeah that's what i thought too yeah you're thinking of max Payne. you said mad max but i think you were no talking i said max uh, yeah max i'm sorry yeah max no no Payne, you're good yeah, i thought so too but and now I want to look it up. I'm going to look this up. Because I, I could have sworn Red and... Dead. Yeah, because when the first one was like, not them. But then they bought it and then they made that banger of a second so it was game. developed by Rockstar <laughs> San Diego. Wow. I know. Hold on. Let's see here. And it's published by Rockstar Games. Weird. Yeah, I know. Right, TIE Fighter? Yeah. Rockstar San Diego. Oh, here we go. Here's the explanation. You ready? Okay. Rockstar San Diego was originally known as Angel Studios, began work on Red Dead Revolver with Capcom's funding in the year 2000. During the development, Angel Studios was acquired and rebranded by Rockstar Games after Yoshiki Okamoto left Capcom in 2003 and Red Dead Revolver was canceled. Um, Okamoto, um, is the designer of Gyrus, Time Pilot, 1942, Gun.Smoke, Final Fight, and Street Fighter 2. So kind of a big deal. 
Hmm. So, um, the game, oh, wait, wait, yeah, it was canceled until Rockstar Games acquired the rights and then revived later that year. So it came out in May 2004 instead of 2003. So this did start off as a Capcom game. It just had a weird history before its release. So that's why when you play it, it looks like it was always Rockstar. Because they got the rights. There you go. So I beat it. I finished it. Nice. And it is totally that PS2 era shit like I was talking about last week. So it did I talk about the boss that like I I spent like an hour trying to beat and then I came back to him and beat him first time. And I don't even know. Yes. I didn't do anything different and I killed him in like three hits, whereas previously he didn't. Mm-hmm. But that game is so weird because back then they do... I, I feel like that era just did weird stuff and just changed the rules on you for no reason just to stretch a game out. So there were so many times in this game where like people just wouldn't take damage anymore. And I had to figure out why. Like You had to punch them or you had to do something to them <laughs> to get them to take damage again. And it was really weird. Like I, I've never played a game where you shoot someone 16 times and nothing happens. And then you punch them once and they die. <laughs> but that is this game. Uh, by the end, I'm not going to lie. I was almost ready to give up. First of all, they do have skippable cutscenes, but they start you before the cutscene always. So that's annoying. Um, and they did trees. There is a part at the end where they do the trifecta of things I hate. So there is life, right? Like your life bar. That okay. is one way to have a fail state. But then they were like, let's raise the ante. So there is one time where they go, here's a limited life bar plus you have to protect this person who has a limited life bar. Plus we're going to put a time limit on you. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, the final stages of this game are all quests where you have to escort someone. So there were multiple times where I would lose because they were killed because they do just ridiculous stuff. Like I'm they hiding do. behind cover and they just run out and get shot and they'd be like, okay, you have to start at the level again. Um, and they do that quick draw thing where you do like the, you know, the face off and you draw your gun and like shoot them. Right. That was in Red Dead Redemption one and two also. Yes. And I never understood how that mechanic worked. And I still don't in Red Dead Revolver. It's there. And they have a long tutorial. And in the beginning, it makes sense. But then by the end of the game, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And so one of the things that's really annoying is the last level. You fight through the whole level, and then they make you do a standoff. And if you fail, they start you over at the beginning of the level, which they haven't done anywhere else in the rest of the game. In the rest of the game, if you died on a standoff, you went back to the beginning of the standoff. All of these hmm. things, to me, sound like ways to pad a game you know is too short. Mm-hmm. Because this game was like six hours, if that. It's 27 levels that take five to 30 minutes a level. Huh. In fact, 30 is too long. It takes five to 15 minutes a level. 
But in the end, it was fun. It has nothing to do with Red Dead Redemption at all, other than the fact that Red in Red Dead Revolver may be John Marsden, but I don't know that for sure. Mm. So he sure looks like him. He sure. <laughs> sure looks like him. But it's fine. Yeah. If you can pick up a cheap disc copy, like, I mean, I owned a copy on Xbox already, but if you can find a cheap disc copy, I also think it's, I know it's on the digital marketplace, but it might be like 20 bucks or something insane. Maybe hopefully it's only 10, but that's worth it for that game. Um, I know it goes on sale from time to time. So somebody mentioned they got it on sale for like $7.99 once. So, but it was fine. It is not an open world game. It is a linear game. Uh, yeah. And it's weird and janky from that era. But it was fine. It's also the earliest Rockstar game I've ever beaten. Couldn't beat any of the Grand Theft Auto games before that. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I think Grand Theft Auto Five is the first Grand Theft Auto game I've ever beaten. And I've played really? 1, London, 2, <laughs> and then I played 3. I do I think, think uh, I beat um, the 80s one. Um, yeah, I think Vice City was the first one I ever beat. But I don't think I beat it fair and square. I think I used a code for infinite life on that final mission oh. with the tank. Yeah, I didn't do that. Or <laughs> was it the tank? Or No, the tank might have been Grand Theft Auto 3. I think Vice City was the one where you break into the mansion and fight your lawyer. <laughs> But yeah, I'm pretty sure I never beat any of those games without codes. And I was shocked. I recently played through four and I didn't even get to the bank heist before I was stuck. Hmm. And the bank heist admittedly is later in the game, but like I'm stuck. (laughs) The mission I'm on, I can't beat it. And it takes like, right, because that was still when you had to drive all the way to the mission. Right. And I was like, fuck this. I don't want to start this mission where I have to drive for five minutes before I start it. So, anyway. Um, Red Dead Revolver was fun. I'm glad I played it. There were some quirks, though. And I'm like, damn you, PlayStation era. But yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. And then last but not least, let's talk about Marvel's Midnight Suns. He's on it. He's back in it. You ready for this? He's never left. You might say he never left. Trees? Yeah? I think I'm going to have to say this is going to be the last time I'm going to talk about this game. Oh. But I haven't completed it. Okay. I am at 90 hours. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... Not since Skyrim, back when I was a completely different person... Right, I don't even think I was married when I played Skyrim. Um, have I played a game so long? And I'm enjoying the hell out of it. This game is as epic as the first three blocks of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it's fair, because the story they're telling is right on the level with Infinity Gauntlet. It really is. So... You got to kind of give it credit, right? Like, if you watched all 27 Marvel movies of the first three blocks, what is that? Like 60 hours? A lot. This isn't much different than that, right? Like, 
they're telling an epic tale. Mm. Um, and I'm really enjoying it, but you can tell. So here's what I will say. Some of the flaws start to show themselves. The first one is that Firaxis got to the end of this game and they were like, oh my God, we have to ramp this up, right? We have to ramp up the difficulty, which is fine. The difficulty is fine because I leveled up a lot playing the DLC characters, which probably padded my experience about 25, 30 hours. And they leveled my whole team up because your team kind of levels up with you. I was so leveled up that like, you know, every one of my characters, I think, is at level like 22, 23. So that's higher than you would do if you had just played through the campaign before the DLC characters. So nothing's that hard for me, but it's definitely time consuming. And when you get to the final missions of this game, Trees, it was like 10 hours ago. I was on three missions to go. But they just pad the ending with just lots and lots of discussions and side stuff you have to do. It's not optional of just like talking to people and doing fetch quests and stuff. You don't actually do the tactical game. You just like talk to people and run around the grounds trying to find things. And they just pad that ending so much. And then just now I just did the penultimate mission. And... I will tell you, you are unlocking, you can unlock characters near the end of this game. You unlock characters like right before the end of the game. Like you got four missions left and you unlock one character and then you've got your penultimate mission I just did and you unlock another character. I'm like, fuck, they're introducing this character now. And so what happened was I went to go find the next story mission and it's not on there. This has never happened before. There's never been a time where there's no story mission. There's nothing to do. <laughs> so, no, there is stuff to do. There's always side missions. The story, there's always random side missions. So there's a bunch of side missions there, but there's no story mission. And they even say it like caretaker. Your boss is like, well, you just brought this new character into the fold. Why don't you show them the ropes? Go do a few missions with them. And this and that. So I think they want me to break in this character and play like three or four or five missions before they'll open up the final story mission. And I'm like, guys, you're fucking padding the shit out of this. Come on. It has literally been like pulling teeth at the end here, Trees. Like you feel like you are making minimal progress with maximum effort. Bam. Yeah. They really stretch it. Do not be in a hurry to beat this game. This game does not want you to finish it at all. But it's really good. So I get yeah. it. So I get it. But it's been pretty epic. A um, couple of the other flaws. Um, the game seems to, at least on PC, crash a fuck ton near the end here. Oh. I've had it crash on me time from time to time. Like, it's probably crashed a total of like five times in the last like in the first like 85 hours of playing it. And then it's crashed like five times in the last like five hours. So the end game's crashing a lot. I don't know quite why. Um, This game does not want me to stop playing it, but I do want to beat it and call it a day. And I do think I'm done with extremely long games for a while. I really want to jump into like Skyrim because I haven't played Skyrim since it came out. 
or The Witcher 3 and replay that and stuff like that. And I just don't think I've got it in me to play like a really long, like 75, even like longer than 50 hour game. Like, I just don't think I have it right now. I will get to no, it, but yeah. whew, this is a long I mean, fucking game. Yeah. It's really I mean, good. I mean, I paid 40 yeah. bucks for it. So like we're oh, at 50 cents money. an hour. Yeah. You got your money in some. Yes. Which is the best. And I mean, it is a super awesome, like interwoven superhero story. It really is. It is. There's I also really liked it. What? I really liked it. The, the short time I played it, I really dug the vibe of it. There's also fun love interests that happen. With magic? No, you don't get to pick your love interest. Oh, I'm sorry. My character is not destined to be with magic. Oh. But you would have went for magic. Maybe my huntress, maybe if she's careful, Mm -hmm. she may be able to get with a very powerful witch. So there's that. But magic is an incredible character. She's just, she's she not in to be. your, listen, she's just not in your league. She's just not or, in my or, league. Or reverse Actually, it, strike yeah. reverse it. You're not in her league. Yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna make me sound All like right. really weak sauce, but like magic feels in this game like she's a much better sister than anything else. Magic's been through mm. some shit. Maybe she doesn't need to date. And I think that's the whole thing. That's that's always been my take on magic as a character. Yeah, 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 sure. I really like the character and I might have a crush on Anya Taylor-Joy and all this stuff, but... Oh, good. But make no mistake about it, the character of magic with all she's been through and stuff like that, oh my God. I don't know if magic's destined for a love interest. Now, I have not read my New Mutants <laughs> omnibus, so I don't know if she ends up you- dating, but it would not... So surprise me if she doesn't. And I do think that perhaps magic should remain single for quite a long period of time don't, don't, while she don't works on herself. Don't don't do that, Fred. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't see what you did there? You talked yourself into the friend zone. Like you you put yourself in, in oh, magic's please. friend zone. Oh please. You forced yourself there. You you know? You kick that door There's open. nothing wrong with a, fought- with a schoolboy crush where you don't tell them you have it. It's fine. But it's good. There is a funny scene, and I won't tell who it is, but a couple comes together, an unlikely couple, and there is a thing where they're like, go check on this person. And people are like, I can't find so-and-so. Could you go find them? And so your mission objective is to go check on them. And when you go check on them, you basically like interrupt a makeout session. And they're like, seriously, get out of here. I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) Like, they don't say that. But like, it's really funny how they do that. So, and trees, it's still, I still adore the fact that one of your upgrades is to have Deadpool back a fucking food truck <laughs> into this ancient gothic abbey and he's just serving food out of the back of a food truck the whole time you're <laughs> hanging around the abbey it's fantastic that's fun if you ever want an argument for why you should have the dlc characters that's it that's why so but but yeah i i i think i'm gonna beat it 
like I said, I've done two missions with this new character. There is a research, um, what would I say, milestone where you have to complete three missions with this character. But again, it's like, I thought I was just going to knock out the ending. And no, it was five more hours of missions and stuff like that. So, hmm. It's a long game, but it is so good. It is so strong. But Firaxis needs to learn that, like, I don't know, you tell me, but, like, 90 hours on a tactics game? I just don't think people um, are down for that. I I don't know if I agree with that, though. The, really? the people that are, like, really into tactics games, though, like, tactics, like... Mm-hmm. Like the one thing I know about like games like Civ, not that this is the same thing. That's more but strategy, like, but like let's take other strategy, but it's games a, like XCOM. It's a one more turn type game. Sure. Though. Yeah. Absolutely. So I know with those type of games, like some people like you, you don't like my daughter Switch mm-hmm. might as well be an Animal Crossing yes. device. So I know with games like this, some people, like, that's their device. Well, in Trees, I'm not going to lie, three times last week, I only got five hours of sleep because I stayed up way too late playing Marvel's Midnight Sun. That's what I mean. So, like, even if – I bet for some people, just like a Civ game or Animal Crossing, like, some people don't care if it ends. Like, this is just their shit. And I I can get behind that, actually. So, yeah. but what I will say is it's a great game. I highly encourage people to stick with it. I don't think there's any harm with walking away. You know that. Like I walked away from it for a couple of weeks and I was able to come back to it just like that. Um, but I'm going to PAX, right? Like this will be my little plug at the end here. I'm going to PAX and I leave Friday. So when people are, when this episode comes out, I will be about eight hours away from leaving Um, and so, um, I'm looking forward to that, but I definitely have to have this game in the bag before I leave to PAX. Yeah. Yeah. I need to wrap it up. So (laughs) I think it's going to be, well, and there's another reason why, which is Starfield's coming and there's no Uh, way I'm not going to just like play Starfield day one. Are we both going to jump in there? I am. You know, I got, you're welcome to do what you want, but. I think it'll be much more fun if you do it because I think you're a more interesting Starfield player than I am. I don't. I'm nervous. I, I'm nervous that it's going to ruin me as a No Man's Sky ah, lover. Okay. Because it looks like it's doing everything No Man's Sky is doing, but has has the combat in the story that I would like. The one split I think that differentiates Starfield from No Man's Sky is that Starfield seems to be a game about combat that happens to do exploration, whereas No mm-hmm. Man's Sky is a game about exploration that happens right. to occasionally have combat. But No Man's Sky exploration can also be samey. Sure. Because sure, you know some some of the, a lot of the worlds you're visiting look just mm-hmm. like the other worlds in a weird way. Or, it's an or behave, that makes sense. They behave the same way. Yeah. Um, but I like that. But 
Starfield in those early videos, they showed a lot of the same shit like mining and crafting and building bases as No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. So I'm just a little worried because I, you know me, I love if anybody's a No Man's Sky lover, it is me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am looking forward to checking out this game. Um, but you know, it's funny because both of us are just like, uh, yeah, we don't have time for these long involved games anymore. But yeah, we're both like, hmm, Starfield. <laughs> so I think I do have time for these. It's just, it's just, it monopolizes your time. I think you have to be able to sign on for a monopolization of your time. I know. And I, know. I will tell you, like, because my wife almost exclusively works on Sundays, like, or she doesn't exclusively work on Sundays, but she always works on Sundays. Um, Saturday nights, like right around nine thirty, going down here, turning on the LED lights, playing uh-huh. some retro for like two or three hours, and then at midnight switching it up to something else, like it, it like more modern. Like it's it's really scratching that itch. It's really creating that balance that I really like. So, but yeah. I will mention stuff if there's anything to mention, but I think I'm good with Marvel's Midnight Suns. Fantastic game. Really glad I played it. And if you're a Marvel fan, especially, go for it. But also, I haven't done the final confrontation, but I am pretty confident that unlike XCOM, this is something you can finish. I got stuck in the late game of XCOM frequently. Um, not the case here. So Right. So I would like to check it out again. Um, like I said, it's it's more like o- quote unquote only fifty to sixty hours if you're playing just the base game. <laughs> I do have my two hour trial save there you go. in the cloud. <laughs> it's flipping. There you go. So, but uh, yeah, with that, that's what I've been playing. Like I said, just gearing up, getting ready for packs. All right, sounds good, man. So, I'm jealous. Yeah, well, it's getting late, so I think we'll wrap this up. But just so people know, I am going to be at PAX. Uh, I don't know if anybody else is going to be that's our listeners. I've seen some people starting to mention PAX. Um, If so, reach out on either Twitter or contact at GamingHistory101.com. If we get some responses, I will probably let people know where we're going to be, like either Saturday or Sunday night for, you know, dinner and drinks or something to, like, do a hangout. If not, cool. You know, Agent Grand and I, mm-hmm. we're turbo nerds. We'll, we'll, we'll find plenty to do, whether it's playing games in the uh, Airbnb or more likely going back to the convention because PAX is open till midnight if you're willing to play with people. So we could go rent a retro game console and play it on like a big comfy couch or we can go play mm-hmm. a Magic the Gathering tournament or something like that. So there will be plenty to do. Um, oh, cool. <clears throat> PAX is a lot more this year starting for me to feel like I'm gearing up to go to a celebration of gaming and fan event as opposed to seeing games early, which I don't even know what that show floor is going to be like anymore. So it does look a lot of fun though. And I've been starting to, they have an app where you can register your badge and then you can see the panels that are for those days and set reminders for yourself. So that'll be cool. And let's not forget, I think he's a listener, but, um, I got that Zelda concert on Sunday, so can't wait to go check that out. So, Zelda concert. Yeah, that'll be fun. That will be fun. 
Nintendo pays for a symphony orchestra to do a Zelda concert. I'm in. I mean, it's worth 45 I, minutes of my go, life. How can you go wrong? Plus, I got to take Agent Gren through Seattle. I don't think he's ever been there, but I could be wrong about that. And if he hasn't been there, we got to go check out the fish market and various other things. So I don't know if we'll have time for the underground tour, but there's definitely a lot to love in Seattle. So yeah. looking forward to it. But All right, man. Well, let's call it. Uh, for those listening, we don't know what next week's going to be. So something will go live next week, but you're going to have to tune in to find out what it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Because Trees yeah. and I are still figuring it out. So, yeah, it's up in the air. So, yeah. Up in the but, air. All righty. Well, Trees, um, you have a good one. Hopefully, I will see you tomorrow night at Whatnot. Oh, maybe. And... Bunko underscore trees. There you go. Mondays at 830. There you go. For the foreseeable future, anyways. Yeah, and also throwing the link back into the show notes. So, Oh, thank Alrighty. you. Well, then, with that, I guess we'll close up with happy gaming. Later.